heroes and Hi. villains welcome to the campaign one post show for initiative Woo! I, oh, I was like who's making that what's happening i am your professor gm colby your professor gm for all of this joined here by my I lovely know. cast and crew and in a different order david hi i'm david I used to play as Adam Mercury. <laughs> Nicole? Cheers. <laughs> and Corey. Hi. The player formerly known as Elias Crowley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been a ride just getting here. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. But you know what? <laughs> Physically getting to this location. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what, guys? We're here, uh, and we're going to have a good time, right? Hell yeah. yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about all this. I got lots of questions ready to be answered. Yeah, I wrote like four when we got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, as always, chat, let us know if you have any problems uh, with the audio or mm -hmm. looking at the stream or anything like that. If mm -hmm. you liked what you see here, you're like, who are these guys? Uh, I want to maybe listen to see what they're about to talk about. Check us out on all of our social medias over at Spotify, YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts, Google mm -hmm. Play Music, Apple Podcasts, Pod. Say Bean. it. Podnod. <laughs> Pod Pod I'll never remember. Podnod sounds Pod made up. It does. It sounds it offensive. Doesn't sound I just, real. It just rhymes. Pod like, it, it sounds yeah. like an insult. <laughs> you fucking Podnod. <laughs> it's, like, it's definitely like a British insult. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you Podnod? <laughs> I is ain't it, no Podnod. If that is an insult. Mm. We're very sorry. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> so, uh, of course... We'll open up in a few minutes to questions of both fan and our variety yep. over here that we have acquired. Uh, before then, I'm just going to go over really briefly all the arcs of season two, just as we did for season one, mm -hmm. what that then what episodes entailed, and then uh, we'll get to questions. Sound good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Still. right. Mm -hmm. Not much here. So the first arc we had from episodes one to nine, so nine episodes long, is the guest character arc. Mm. Yes. So this is where we introduce the Belgrad family, mm -hmm. Samuel and Evan. Mm -hmm. Yes. As well as Jacob Riviera, played by our own mod. Uh huh. Here. And uh, with Mr. Sidinsky and the Varu family uh, yeah. as the villains. Mm -hmm. So that was the first nine episodes, which lasted a lot longer than I thought it was going to, mm. for sure. Then we have the Union's Crest arc, which is from episodes 10 to 15, which included the introduction of Rook Nova. Union's Trust as the city, mm -hmm. uh, their bounty hunt mission that you guys had, and the battle with the Umber Collective back in the hangar. All right. For episodes 16 to 21, we have the Nabaya arc, which included the Retribution's mm. Forge episodes, the Palace of Shakar infiltration, the betrayal from Fira, and, uh, by the way, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> as well as the Sewers, Maria, and Wilt Lucius's resurrection. And then finally, we have the final arc, which is from episodes 22 to 32, which include the Sovereign's proposal, the preparation and the uh, tournament you guys made, yep. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma, mm -hmm. Training. V's uh, dilemma, mm -hmm. and the final battle, along with uh, everything that entails, <laughs> with Wilt Lucius and the post-epilogue, uh, I should mm -hmm. say, over there. So much happened I in know. this season. A lot, a lot happened. There was yeah. a lot more condensed into this season. So, uh, roughly the same amount of episodes, right? 
So yeah. it was like 31, take, 32 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. over here. Uh, so, which was definitely un- not intentional at all. They just kind of ended up that way, which is interesting. It's now our average. It's not a bad thing, I, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this uh, this season, to me, going through season two was very, um, it felt almost less focused in some ways than season one, where I think it, that was only because you knew who the villain was very early of season mm. one. Yeah. You know, like the right. main villain, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until like basically when the pillar showed up, you were like, oh, okay. This is going to be about the dark entity. Yeah, 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 it was like about Animus, and then it quickly got hijacked by the dark entity, and then melded mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Uh, whereas this one, it was like, what's happening? Where are we going? Space, Nabaya. Oh, Will Lucius, mm-hmm. and then that happened. Yeah, <laughs> and there was a lot of a uh, there was a lot of character moment. There was like you said, there was a guest character arc. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of stuff happening with V and with right. uh, Savannah. And mm-hmm. It was focused on a lot of guest characters and side characters. Yeah, that was one thing I wanted to do a lot more was guest characters. Mm-hmm. Like right at the, I wanted it done right at the beginning. I wanted that art so I can fit. I want it to be as open as possible for the guest characters, and then have them let them have the freedom to do what they want, and then fit the story I wanted to tell in there, yeah. as mm-hmm. opposed to like fifteen episodes deep. You're a guest. Hey, they're in Union's Crest. I hope you really wanted to make like an alien who yeah. has no idea yeah. where Earth is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but anyway, uh, let's go into some questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, let's go with a. Uh, let's do a fan one first. Yeah, let's do it. Of course, of course. So we have a really, really sweet email from mm-hmm. uh, a user known as Legendary Watermelon, who listens yes. on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, Already we, love the name. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, we got your message and it was amazing. We love you, thank you so much. Never felt more validated in my life. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Uh, so the question is for Corey, David, and Nicole. Mm-hmm. Throughout the campaign, I've noticed part of Colby's GM style is a large and varied supporting cast with a plethora of both allies and villains. What are your opinions on this heavy emphasis on character and how it changes the role play experience compared to a more world building and passive style? Who wants to go first? We'll go down the line. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> or this way, either way. Many of you do not know this because we've never put anything out, but I've been like creatively uh, working with Colby for a million years. Um, I Sorry, don't want to interrupt real <laughs> yeah. quick. Can we the ring keeps clinking against the glass okay. and it might make a lot of noise. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I've known Colby as a writer and a creator forever, like longer than 10 years. And it's like all the stories and everything that we've done have always been very character driven things. It's always dynamic, like bubbly, creative, like strong personality characters. And I would so much rather have that than just like drop the four of us in a room and say like, make something happen like i'd rather be guided almost like mm-hmm. and it's not like in a heavy-handed kind of way but just like mm-hmm. you drop a character in and then it it reacts and bounces off of us and i would i like that so much more because i think it keeps us on task mm-hmm. like to to accomplish what your goal is in trying to tell your story with the campaign mm-hmm. and i'd so much rather like have a character to kind of like pull us along through that instead of just like you drop us in and then hope that we happen to stumble across the one key specific little thing that will further the plot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, yeah. You know, instead like, of like 
the word sandbox used a lot. You don't want to like sift through a sandbox yeah, trying yeah. to find like the toy, mm-hmm. like, you know. Especially like, like now that we stream and like we treat this more like a show as opposed to just like a bunch of us hanging out around a table. Yeah, yeah. Like we have to kind of keep things moving and in a pace that will keep like viewers intrigued. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In that in that sense, yeah. I think um, linearity in this kind of thing can be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It keeps us on task. It gives us something. It gives us an NPC to be like, what do you think about this? Yeah. As in like, kind of give us a hint. Right. Or you know, it, it uh, comes off to me more like a an improv mm. story more so than a role play yeah. to right. me. Like, that. this is an improv that we happen to have statistics for mm-hmm. <laughs> instead yeah. of, like, a complete immersed role play. But I like it that way. I definitely think that it makes a more well-rounded world. Um, especially having played D&D with multiple GM DMs. Um, and a lot of the times it's hard to create an NPC that is, well, I should say, let me rephrase this. It's hard to create so many NPCs in a world. And I think having that many, like you said, was changing the way we were looking at things and making us prioritize things differently. Hmm. And um, we've played, you know, a lot of good campaigns that were very story driven and they had a lot of great NPCs, but you know, usually in D&D you have the one or two NPCs that you go to that's like pretty consistent. Otherwise it's like villager or, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, or knight or fucking guard, whatever. And um, I think having the NPCs actually be characters like Bola um, was originally uh, an evil villain a, or a, villain. He was a side boss. Right, yeah. exactly. And then we turned him into a mainstay. He just showed up. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, so like... it definitely gave us more like perspective, I think. It wasn't just, oh, this is NPC, blank slate, nothing to do. Who cares if they die, live? We, mm-hmm. they, they mean nothing to us. So it gave more stakes, I think, yeah. when we were playing. Yeah, and it made the world a lot more complex than... Uh, and dynamic Hmm. building off of what you just said i think it gives each character like value yes yeah absolutely to you 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 actually care yeah exactly yeah Yeah. and with like colby's storytelling like Mm -hmm. giving each character a unique personality and some kind of like like dynamic thing about Mm -hmm. them it always like it keeps them memorable and i think like i don't know if you have like a mental list of just like personalities to tap into (laughs) when you come up with npcs (laughs) but every one of them seems to be like unique in a way of if we spent more time with them you already have things to kind of like yeah. like it's, actuate. Yeah. It's all accents. <laughs> Please, yeah, I'm going through a wall. I've I've played a lot of D and D campaigns where it's um you know the story is told by what you find in a dungeon, mm-hmm. or right. it's told by mm-hmm. just if you make a perception check and pass, you might see writing on the wall that explains lore of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But exposition. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in in a lot of those D and D campaigns, it's your characters and then the environment. Right. And that's not, it. That's, not to say yeah. that's necessarily a bad thing not, either, because there is value in exploring the environment, yeah. um, which Colby also did a good uh, job at. But the characters just bring so much more to the world than you would have gotten it by yourself. Yeah. Mm. I, I compare it usually in my mind to like a normal D&D campaign like that is like playing a video game mm. where you have your main character and then it's whatever you interact with. But the mm. character driven story that we do is more like a comic book or reading a book mm. where there are multiple characters with personalities with their own stories mm. that you care about, not just the main character. 
you know there's like a lot in the world is lived in that's mm-hmm. how you have that's yeah. how you that's, make it feel. would you say that could possibly be a side effect of playing mutants where it's a game where there's no physical components it could be where it like be. where like you're in D and you have like you're like mat and mapped out and you have like your dungeon and you have mm. spaces and things I, so you know your parameters yeah yeah you know? that could have something to do with it yeah i also that's a good point yeah i also feel like that almost um is more surprising that there are more characters in mutants and masterminds because um D&D is very like you have a ton of miniatures. You can yeah. fill up a whole right. like True. tavern or or you know yeah. uh area mm. of miniatures and each one could be a character whereas you know it's theater of the mind and so it's basically up to us being like oh let's go to this pretend place mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. with pretend people and I feel like you can like be more like fast and loose about introducing NPCs right. when you need yeah. it yes instead yes. of like I didn't have a miniature there exactly. so what the hell am I gonna do exactly. like, you can just like have somebody show up yes, yeah. Plus, yes. I-, I have a huge thing about side characters gaining power hell yeah which Kobe <laughs> does very well like anytime I like watch an anime or something like if Krillin is a badass in DBZ <laughs> yeah. I'm like yes yeah. the side characters are useful yes. you know like, and I, I, that's why I loved when he got character cheats for like Cedric and yeah. I was like oh cool they're like people now yeah, there's right. something really cool about being given like stuff to play with yeah. right? and like characters mm-hmm. like that who are like really nice to give to you or it's like rise is a little more difficult to give mm. to you guys mm. because it's giving you a fourth character like because right. he's a strong you know he's like power level 10 you know yeah, or, yeah. or higher uh whereas like i can be like oh, i can give him cedric and lauren right. and xavier and savannah <laughs> and they'll still have fun because they have like their gimmick yeah. right but they're not gonna break the game no yeah. and th- their power level like it doesn't particularly matter as much yeah. no not at all yeah, at all when we're all kind of on like narrative mode yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, Cedric somehow being the most valuable one of yeah. them all because yeah. he can give luck to right. other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Walmart <laughs> brand Domino. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great value Domino. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's turn to some questions that are on for another. Sure, yeah. Sure. Whoever wants to go. Uh, I, I have a question that could be quick. I skip it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I on. have hella um, questions. It, it's it's, ma- it's mainly for Colby, but, but it's kind of for all of us. Yeah, okay. Were any comic book or video game or anime characters straight influences for your characters? And if so, who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask about character inspiration, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask for inspiration. Right. As I think I've said this before on stream. Uh-huh. Uh, I watched Bleach a lot oh, fucking when, I, when I grew up. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and Kaito is just... Oh. I want to give a character a Zanpakuto, mm-hmm. and I just want the rule of cool to outweigh literally anything else. I don't yeah. care if anything of Kaito doesn't make sense. I don't care if his tattoo turns into a fucking dragon. <laughs> that's cool to me, and I'm just going to do it with them. I feel so. like that's how I make all my characters. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not like excited about him being cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bleach has really good side characters. Yeah, does, I agree. Yeah. Um, I love Bleach. Like that me was too. That was a huge influence for, for Kaito and stuff. As for other characters, uh, in the beach episode, the interaction between Vomon and Hamadi Khan was directly inspired by the Full Metal Alchemist. Like, I like oh, your muscles. That scene. But uh, I'm sure I'll remember some. You guys talk. Can I ask specifics? Yeah. Um, where did the inspiration to turn Wilt Lucius into this crystal monster come from? So, um, so obviously that has been a thing that I have known about since. Season one, I have my notes here of Wilt Lucius's uh, the visions that mm. 
uh, Adam was going to have ever since episode one. I knew I wanted to make, I wanted Wilt Lucius to be the final boss. Mm -hmm. I knew that from day one. Nice. It was just a matter of how do I get him there? Mm. What were the circumstances we left him off at in season zero? And how can I bring that back around mm. when I was planning? And I was like, oh, the Centrum is this this artifact that was never really explored. And its origin, you just know the Bind's got it. Yeah, yeah. Like, where did it come from? Who made it? What powers does it have? And it's still a little vague on, like, what kind of powers it has and stuff like that. Mm. But, um... There's a lot of strength in that, though. Comics abuse sure, that. Yeah. Comics yeah. abuse yeah. the fuck out of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> let's, let's bring the Centrum back four times. Well, I was yeah. gonna say, like, yeah. like, think of, like, the power cosmic, the, the mm -hmm. surfboard that the yeah. Silver yeah. Surfer yeah. has. Good like, point. it's never been explained. Yeah, it like, just, happen mean? just It happens yeah. to just yeah. do the thing it needs to yeah. do, like, situation <laughs> relevance. Yeah. 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 yeah, so it was it was really satisfying in season two to get to, the, to that episode in the sewers and you know i wrote a little thing for it and everything and it was just i remember before that night when we were in the basement and we're getting ready for it i was like my heart i was like <laughs> i've been building up to this for over a year like yep. i want this to happen nice. so bad and, and it did and i think it worked out well nice yeah, yeah. You know, it, it definitely like it. did yeah um oh. well you guys inspirations uh, I was never huge. I mean, I love superheroes. Like, I always watched, like, the movies, which kind of was a detriment to me because you know, they're not great. Like, X-Men <laughs> movies and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, Wonderful. <laughs> what anybody says. <laughs> Fuck um, cinema. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I honestly, like, uh, never really based my character off of some like a superhero until it kind of turned out to be like Phoenix and I was like I'll lean into this yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gray, yeah, yeah. Gray right, is absolutely right. a great character to lean on though. right because I, I was like okay I, I, well because we've talked about this before uh, Jackie was originally uh, illusion like mm. an illusionist yes not mind control mm -hmm. and so um, it, it was a turn <laughs> it was a switch yeah yeah it worked out really well Mm -hmm. I think, you know, for her, I think illusions aren't really her style. Yeah. yeah Personality yeah, yeah. wise. She's more like, I'm going to crush you. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Um, I've said it before. Elias comes from the dark corners of all comics. <laughs> Spawn. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, yeah. he's most strongly Spawn and Ghost Rider. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Aesthetically, it definitely comes from more of a place of, um, the crow like the eric yeah. draven crow yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely like but just more of like with like a punky kind of edge to him mm -hmm. and <laughs> i think a big thing that probably lent to the personality coming through with him being like a 17 year old kid yeah i know we made references to comics like as if they existed in the story yeah so i don't doubt that elias somewhere in his mind was aware of these kinds of characters <laughs> and perhaps yeah. strive to be along like yeah, the same yeah. line like but they were like literally his inspiration yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know when he's probably when he's like writing music for his band right. back in the day it was like all his music influence or even real life when you write music and stuff yeah. you're influenced even subconsciously by right what you right, like to right, listen what you to. like right. yeah and and that character definitely came across there was something really funny um i i never realized it before until like way later on and us like setting everything up there's uh chaos comics there's a uh comic company that did like um 
Lady Death and Vampirella and like mm-hmm. the the like skanky chicks and like that yeah, are like yeah, yeah. barely clothed right. with like yep. occult powers. I love that. Yeah, I love that trashy '90s comic shit. <laughs> but they had like this like zombie character named Evil Ernie. If you Google Evil Ernie, he has Elias's exact outfit I picture, <laughs> where it's like the ripped jeans, the leather jacket with the fucking buttons in it. He's got nice. like a ripped shitty t-shirt. He's got fucked up crazy like all over the place hair. Nice. I, I love and Elias's attire. Um, oh yeah, like especially in the art. Oh yeah, yeah. Out there it yeah. looks so yeah. good. It was very Definitely much like. Dreamy. Yeah. Street punk meets Superboy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much the the inspiration for that. Yeah, when I, when I was making um Flash. when I was making Adam, yeah. I like, <laughs> you know, obviously I, I looked into speedsters and there aren't mm. too many of them. No, and like, not really. I didn't want to be just like a straight up goody two shoes like the Flash, mm. but I also didn't want to be a dick like Quicksilver. <laughs> so like, it like, gives you a lot of room to play with yeah. Yeah. around though. So I was like, who like is there a character kind of like Adam? And I think Kid Quick is the Mm. Closest, I'm not familiar with Kid Quick. The closest, like, to Adam, because Kid Quick's like, you know, kind of like a jokester, mm. but like can be serious at times. Okay. But, like, isn't like too good, you know? Like Adam has killed people. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, thought it was okay. We forget that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Adam has really gone out of his way to kill people too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Cam, uh, their superhero name. Vigilante name was gonna be uh, with a K, Chaos Kid, but I think that already existed. Probably to because they were influenced by Elias Wrathchild. Yeah, yeah. Chaos we never kid. got in. That's yeah. something we never got into. Well, um, that was a thing in season two. I didn't um, because in season one you left off where you guys were filmed, and yeah. that was teased a bunch in season two as well with the Sadinsky and Jacobs mm. whole arc mm. of like maybe becoming famous. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that was ever something you guys pursued or wanted right. to pursue at right. the time. Yeah. So I, I didn't really do much. Right. With we weren't it. ever really like superhero secret identity. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. We acknowledged. I think we might have acknowledged your identity, but I don't know yeah. if we got into it. We we had like superhero names for our characters. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We just never used them. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think it was ever spoken on stream until you just said it now. But Elias's like superhero name was supposed to be Wrathchild. Yeah, and Mine that came from the best. <laughs> yeah, it came from an Iron Maiden song. Actually, <laughs> when we first made these characters, I found like an Iron Maiden font generator and typed in Wrath. <laughs> and looked at it in like purple or green text or whatever, and I was just like, "This is the coolest!" This is- Absolutely, <laughs> yes. I love this. <laughs> what was yours? Say it. My superhero name was. Get ready for this. Miss Galaxy. Wow. <laughs> I love it. It's just your name. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. And then Adam, I liked Adam's. I liked that's, Adam's a lot too. Yeah. It was brilliant. Mine was Steadfast. Yeah, yeah I think that's that was one one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. You're, yeah, you guys got good ones. I think Stead, I think I liked Steadfast <laughs> a little bit more because I like never heard that like right. that term is so like I like Wrathchild a lot, but I like Steadfast is really yeah. cool. Plus, you to like Steadfast stays with you until like. You die, as mm. opposed to Wrath Child, where at one point you have to become Wrath Man. Right. <laughs> What's funny is like it's interesting the way that the storyline worked out because I kind of loosely had this idea in my head because like the lyrics of Wrath Child, the Iron Maiden song, are like this dude who is spited by his father and he's looking for him to get revenge. Oh. <laughs> so that's kind of part of why I wanted to take the name Damn. Yeah. because I felt like we can kind of nice. like build into that yeah. sort of thing and then Discord ends up showing up and he's a dick. So mm. it's like perfect. It was kind of like self-fulfilling prophecy. It played into mm. itself really well. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. You want to ask? 
one of your questions. Before you do, uh, disclosure uh, for anybody in chat, if you want to ask questions in chat, we'll answer them as well. Yeah, yeah don't yeah, just react to, to what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, do whatever, yeah, yeah, you know, so just letting you know. All right. Um, I'll do a question for everyone. Uh, all right. Was there a part in the campaign or in the latest season, you mm -hmm. could choose, um, that you wish you could either redo or that you would have done differently? And that's for you too, Colby. Mm. Well, that's tough. Mm. Things I wanted to change. That... Uh, yeah, I wanted to add another scene, one or two more scenes, more of an arc between Barbosa and Cam mm. together to develop their their Correct. relationship. Nice. Uh, it was a lot of tell, not show, unfor uh, unfortunately, mm -hmm. between them. They had one, they had one scene together, and then it was the fight, and then it was like a post. I, I don't even think it was a pre-scene, or it might. I think it was a pre-scene. Um, of them on docks together, and it just wasn't that. Mm. It isn't what wasn't what I wanted for them. There are a lot more things I would want to change, but but that's like perfectionist stuff, you know. I um I, I told Colby after the final session that um I had an idea in my mind about how I wanted to end Wilt, mm. uh, and in season zero, when he, we originally beat him, um I when I threw him into the spearhead tech building mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. from from above uh, i had this idea that uh i wanted to throw him like into earth mm. and like through the atmosphere and have him burn up as like a last hit oh, kind of cool, thing yeah and that's like how i and wanted to end him disintegrated into nothing. yeah 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 but it didn't end up happening but it was fine <laughs> yeah i like that like three part team attack that we did oh me too it, it felt was, like the right oh that was great sick. yeah it was sick yeah um I don't really have many complaints, honestly, because I'm just kind of like reacting to all the situations mm. that happen. Mm. So, I thought Elias got a lot of good stuff with between Cam and Cam V and right. Discord yeah. and, and, and Morgan. Yeah, right. and that's, that's the thing is like I, I'm like Very play, well play, Yeah, playing Elias, like I'm really fulfilled with that's with good. everything that's that good. happened because I pretty much got all the powers I wanted. <laughs> I had. <laughs> Uh, the the interpersonal relationships that I mm -hmm. wanted um, like to to have as a backstory for the character we we kicked the main bad guy's ass that's yeah. the whole goal like yeah. we, we did the thing <laughs> um, <laughs> I I don't know I don't I can't think of many things that Elias didn't do that I wish we got to mm. Mm. from <laughs> logic saying it was probably the Misty getting lost part uh, <laughs> yeah yeah but I do like where that went. Like, I do like the direction Colby. So, yeah, so let is. me tell you what happened with Misty. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let me give you the behind the scenes. Tell me. At the end of season one, yeah. everybody saved, la la la, we did it. Uh, well, during season one, I was picking the places, you know, the, the Sanguine Citadel, the Sage area, all that. Uh, and then we started going through that, and then I realized I was like, oh shit, we forgot. Misty. I was like, I didn't put Misty anywhere. <laughs> Uh, okay, I have some guy. Uh, Misty was gonna be where Lauren was mm. in that situation, um, in a very similar predicament. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't like the pacing of it. Mm. And then I was like, okay, I, I felt really guilty because I like Misty a lot, and I kept fucking her over because I forgot to do one very specific scene with Adam. <laughs> before you guys went into the pillars or into the converging expanse, there was supposed to be a scene where you fainted as mm. a result of the visions. Yeah. And in the one minute you fainted, you were 
supposed to grab Misty, take her to Spearhead Tech headquarters, and lock her in a secret room that you failed to find in season two. Uh, what? <laughs> As, um, because uh, Will Lucius wanted leverage over you. Oh. Damn. And I forgot to make you faint. So oh. all my plans were completely fucked, which screwed over everything at Misty. But oh. as one door closes, another opens, and I was like, oh, hold on. Now and she's a transdimensional being. Now yeah. she's something else, yeah. you know? Um, so it worked it out. It that we all forgot to. <laughs> yeah, Adam also was just like, we're all safe. Yeah. <laughs> I think the most badass thing Adam ever did was grabbing what's his face's head and dragging him the entire length of the mm. capital. Oh, show. yeah. That was, that was Will right? yeah. or in season zero. I know you did that. I don't, did you do it in season one I, and two? No, I think I did. Oh, right? who, was, who was what's his face? Uh, <laughs> well, come on, initiative wiki man. <laughs> it's funny how like our viewers have a better memory of the shit that we I know, we're all, us, like, like, we're all thinking like <laughs> So much has happened. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I also wanted to put um Luther in more. Oh yeah. Luther mm. became more of a mechanic yeah. than yeah. a character. because mm. uh, he has you know, that scene is really like when I gave you guys the cards and made you be like pretend to like be illusions, but you didn't know about it with yeah. Jackie and stuff. Like I thought that was really fun. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, it, it was that. it was a cool way to like just like change things up. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, as a result, Luther Luther just didn't really amount to much as a character because his bad story is pretty interesting. He was a he's a, he's Austrian. He's not German. Yeah. Um. He was a politician, and he was part of a, an assassination. Basically, he was about to be assassinated by political rivals. Mm -hmm. And while he was bleeding out, Dark Entity comes and is like, eh? Mm -hmm. I'll hook you up cool, with some cool. immortality, some yeah, powers? Yeah, and yeah. he's like, all right. <laughs> uh, and But none of that was ever conveyed, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think if there was like one thing I would want to know, like more so like a what-if scenario than anything, is what would have happened if we actually gave the Sovereign Adam's blood? Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So uh, that would have affected season two or uh, campaign two. Hmm. Mm. Really? Uh, Mercury would have lived, Ooh. and campaign two would have been uh, there would have been a lot of plot things with the sovereign as a result. See, you it. said no, and now Mercury's dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault. Yeah, now we don't have to fight the sovereign again. So. Yeah, but um, <laughs> at the expense of our favorite little like Guy. synthesoid friend yeah yeah, yeah. Our favorite I, don't, little I don't know if the ship face drag actually happened on stream i think it was only described during the season two oh, okay. i think oh, it was season one round I, I it was so it all was right, it was right. will lucius on the yeah. lance of the nye i think right. it was called yeah uh, yeah which is the original <laughs> flagship <laughs> above nevaya when you first went and you yeah i always i always think of that as like one of the like parts i want animated yeah, mm. yeah. is him it's just seen dragging and, yeah, just this. It gives me invincible yeah. vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Corey, you have a question? Uh, sure. Um, ah, he's not allowed. No. <laughs> Ask um, me. Why? <laughs> this one's more so about the making of all of this. Um, <laughs> mostly for you guys because I wasn't really involved in a lot of this. Um, how did the transition of moving the set from one space to another impact the stream? That's a great mm, question. That is. Because a lot of people don't really know because we kept it pretty quiet, but that month break we had was because he <laughs> had moved. Yeah. Say, say, tell us how you feel. Sucked. <laughs> it still sucks. Yeah. It yeah. Does. Not it does. that, you know, there's nothing wrong with your place. No. Uh, it's just a matter of we had something established and yeah. it was fine. You know, it's, it's nice you don't have to hear people flushing. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. I miss how dark the room was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked playing in a dark room. Like we're we're around like a million bright white walls right now. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It's so different. There's just a bit more space element. to like move around. Yeah. Too. yeah. Yeah. There was more space in the old place, and getting this set up the first time was terrible. Mm. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. We had to move, like, rearrange the entire room. Because mm-hmm. this is, we're in our office space. Yeah. <laughs> so we have me, both me and David's computers going, which makes the room a million times hotter than it should be. Yep. And um, there's, like, everyone's cramped in. Like, if you could yeah. see the space between, like... <laughs> Like us and the camera is yeah. like. If you if you ever see me stream not on Wednesdays, you can see the lights. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like the green screens on the sides. Yeah, this is like a twelve by ten room with a slanted ceiling. Yeah, like, the, this that is slanted not, ceiling is okay. really what kills us. Yeah, I hate that slanted. Ceiling, if it wasn't man. slanted, I feel like we'd have. Well, the worst a part time. is not only is it slanted, but it's also like, what material is that? Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that the you, popcorn, popcorn ceiling. Popcorn ceiling. Spread. Yeah. You yeah. can't. You can't. Because we have a lot of soundproof foam, mm-hmm. we can't put any on it mm-hmm. because pins don't hold it well enough, and tape obviously doesn't wear any yeah. type of tape. We tried adhesive. so much, even super glue. We tried super glue. Oh, if they just like plastered it like normal, it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> I know, great. It's so stupid. Um, the wallpaper doesn't help either. Yeah. Oh yeah, but the question, the answer to the question is mm. terrible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think there was a second. Part it's also slightly that, farther than what, like, because Colby's oh yeah place like, was like a little more central to where. Like we all like go. Oh, yeah, like, it, it's, I got a half hour yeah. drive here. Yeah. Now. So it's a little. Um, a, uh, a, a another like kind of oh. B part to that is like, what were the challenges of moving everything here? It wasn't like, uh, like, uh, like oh, like tech wise and get everything here and well, and so so what sucks is I I also and, record with Blade for keep tapping that stuff with mm. Dokkan Battle, <laughs> I'm very uh, flashback and stuff, so. Every time I leave here, I have to bring stuff with me. Yeah. Um, like two of the stands and stuff like that. I have to make sure that there's proper equipment at both places mm. whenever I travel between them. Mm. So, yeah. It's just. I found this to be like, like it's a shitty thing that we're going through. But I found it to be like a good opportunity because yeah. like you're like encouraging new streamers and stuff like that. Like oh, this yeah, is yeah, a new yeah. situation <laughs> of don't be afraid to move because we made it fucking work yeah. and we only you, lost four weeks. You can make true. almost any space work, yeah. right? Like. Like, don't be afraid. The the worst thing you can do is like, not stream because you're afraid that your quality's gonna be bad. Mm. Because guess what? It's going to be bad when you start out, and you only learn as you keep going, right? So, just go, roll with it, yeah. deal with it. You know, deal with it. That Look at our means... first episode of Initiative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's always the reference. The glow yeah. up. That being said, um, the more support we get, the better the quality. I mean, that's true. Wink, yeah. wink, nudge, Dude, nudge. the dream, the dream <laughs> is like getting a office space. Oh, yeah. Dream. Leasing an office space like yeah. that. Oh, all right. I had a question. Yes. Shoot. This is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just as the characters changed from begin, uh, from the beginning and end of season one, your characters, how did they change by the end of season two, in your mind? I also had a very similar question, which was, um, uh, Ooh. Oh, that one, that one hurt my ear. That was like yeah. right. Sorry, Spotify. And, uh, Sorry, Pod Bean. Pretty much the same thing as like, uh, do you think your character developed over the course of the campaign and how? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Development, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think Adam learned to control his emotions a little better. Like, even if he's he gets down, just like you do what you gotta do. You know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> um, and he he learned he grew a lot from being on the bio more. 
Mm-hmm. Like learning who he is, trying to act like who he's expected to be as an Abayan, who he's expected to be as like an, an earthling, mm-hmm. and who he is himself. You know, I think like with the speech that he gave, mm-hmm. it, that was kind of like his defining moment. I think that was like the climax mm-hmm. of yeah. like that development. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. That was a great okay. speech. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think definitely uh, changing gears into uh, for Jackie was. Um, basically like having being completely rid of the entity and, and mm-hmm. becoming symbiotic with uh, Yaliru um <coughs> excuse me I feel like she definitely had a more naive image of the world and one thing that I really liked um in the campaign with Jackie what uh, was Jackie and V's relationship because mm. it started off obviously mm. not good very bad and part of that also was on purpose because you know V's obviously tough like homeless like there was like some actual problems that she yeah. had that I mean Jackie was you know she she lived in a area she lived it's, it's, it's yeah, two absolutely was, different worlds exactly yeah. and this so like the upper middle class kid meeting like the bottom of the right. And so I think that was really interesting and I think that also was like a fun dynamic to and and good for like development purposes where she started kind of naive to like other people um you know more focused in her lane of uh Oh, I'm just gonna do this. Like, I I'm gonna make this deal with the instead dark of, entity. Instead because... of like second guessing all the time. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like, I'm just gonna do this because it suits me. I'm gonna do this because it'll benefit sure, me. Sure, sure. To being like, okay, like my actions have consequences, and everybody's so different. Like, that you know, even evil people can be, can see, like, can change and mm-hmm. you know turn sure. into mm-hmm. allies. Yeah, Elias um, developed, I think, a very strong sense of responsibility towards the very end of everything. Mm. And I think Animus totally drove that. I think he needed a a structure to kind of, like, find a a way to adhere to, like, taking this new power and figuring out how exactly to utilize it in a way that he's not going to turn into Mm. a villain with it. You might say that. With, with great, great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but it absolutely does. Believe us. <laughs> it absolutely does, and Stanley would be proud. <laughs> but um I am. <laughs> but yeah, I think um that Animus kind of shaped him in a way that like it didn't like turn him into like a tool because it wasn't looking for somebody to do its bidding. Yeah, it wasn't giving like specific like right. do this, do this, 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 right, this. Right, but I, I think maybe meeting other characters with Animus and and abusing its power mm. kind of steered him in the direction of all right these guys are not doing the right thing with it so yeah. now's my opportunity to set things right <laughs> in my life and beyond mm. that and then by the time we wrapped everything up with the character it was a very last minute decision to think you know what he should join the umber collective but it mm. felt it felt so right for the character because he's just a punk kid from New York with nothing. Yeah. He finished yeah, yeah. school and that was it. He's not going to college. He doesn't have the money. Like it, that's not happening. That's not a possibility for him. And then like with normal people, like with like real life people, when you have no options, it's like what like trade school or military. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the superhero world, it's like trade school or space force. <laughs> so I think space force. 
<laughs> but it, that that played into the sense of responsibility that came with having this greater power. Mm. And like by the end of of beating Will, it was like okay, like this was like the hardest fight we've ever had, short of the Dark Entity. How much further can this go? Sure. And where would these powers so, best sit? So if we had one word to define each character's theme, it would be like identity, responsibility, and confidence. The confidence, not just confidence that I'm the best, <laughs> but confidence of my decisions. Mm. This is what I want. This like, is who I am. Right. Like self-assurance. Self-assurance, yes. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because even like as you played her, you found yourself questioning, like, am I going to do this? I don't know if I should do this, I should do this, and then you right. just do it. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know if that, you know, there's plenty of, you know, you can't Words. boil down characters right. to one word. No, but that, that's definitely a good start for them all, though. Mm. Question from chat, specifically logic. Yes. What do you have in mind next? More M&M or moving on to other things? Should we No. Sit? No, more M&M. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yes. We're not yes, done we're gonna, here. Yeah, we're not done with M&M. Uh, I love the system too much. This yeah. game is wonderful. Mm. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, are there awesome games? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would love to do like mm. some like Call of Cthulhu mm. like one shots or like yeah, cool. quick stuff. Yeah. Like, and like how we did fun. Kids on Bikes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah stuff like that. I um, think... Our next season is going to push the limits of what we can get away with in Mutants and Masterminds. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah, we'll yeah. See, we'll see what happens. And, and yeah. possibly stream. <laughs> and I think it's, it's funny. <laughs> I think it's funny how um, when we like stream and stuff, uh, we look a lot more uh, uh, like seen, uh, ex uh, not experts, but we look like we not <laughs> experts. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. <laughs> I feel Distinct. like. Are you saying we don't know what we're doing, but we look like it? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking true, dude. Because this is like, like our first mutants and masterminds campaign, like period. We did not play mutants and masterminds mm. before this, and so true, it's funny true, getting yeah. questions, being like, "How is this?" and like this. <laughs> How does like mutants oh, compare to this? And yeah. then we're like, "Oh, it's like da 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 da." But this is the only like. Dipped a toe yeah. in. Well, Logic says we're the only ones, so. <laughs> uh, there's one I know there are others. Uh, it's mass. Oh, I feel really bad. They followed us and stuff. Uh, oh, nice. Give me one minute. There are a handful. Yeah, they, they, they do they not get enough people. attention. There's a handful right. if you look on on here, on, on Twitch, and if you look at the Mutants and Mastermind subreddit, you'll yeah. find a ton. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, there are some people doing some really cool um, shit. A yeah. lot of them are in. A lot of them are only podcast form. Yeah. Right. No, they're not actual play. Yeah. But there, but there are some. Yeah. Um, but no, I found that that, that one that I, I linked yeah, to you guys a couple, maybe like a week or two ago. There's some dude after every fucking week, he's making like a front page of a newspaper and writing like mm, articles yeah, for each like awesome little thing stuff. that's happening in his world. And that's he's like awesome. got art for it that like that's is in amazing. place of photos. Yeah. That's it's the absolutely kind of amazing. things we could do if we got the <laughs> If we had the funding, <laughs> if, the or if one of us yeah. could fucking draw if right. You, <laughs> if you want to see this. Uh, what was it? Mass and Ma mayhem. Masks and mayhem. Mass and mayhem. Yeah. Nice. yeah, go follow them uh, yeah. as well. Um, you know, but uh, I definitely feel like the without saying too much about it, uh, the next campaign I think is gonna be not better, but I think we are going to go in it more experienced and oh, yeah. definitely yeah. be better with the role playing and really and. I mean, because we all talk about it all the time, how our characters are essentially us. Self-inserts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. self-inserts. Yeah. And so I think it's going to be exciting with the next one. And, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to be me again. 
<laughs> all, all 200 personalities that I have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have more questions, but who wants to go next? Um, I have I have a question for you that I know you kind of hinted at. Okay. Um, do you have any unused villain concepts that you don't oh, plan on using in the future? Thank you for reminding me. Mm. So, let me tell you. Let's I had, uh, for yeah. season two, there was supposed to be um, a whole different arc. Uh, well, not too different. So, the villain I had in mind, and Rook Nova kind of took over this, mm -hmm. uh, this whole like adventure into space, but to bring Nabaya back in, essentially what was going to happen was that the Material Parallax um, fucks up the universe in a very meta... Okay? Yeah, sorry. In a very <laughs> metaphysical way. And as a result, um, far off in the galaxy, there was a prison where like a pocket dimension mm -hmm. where individuals were thrown into and these sets of individuals were a group of nabayans nabayan extremists who were so stuck in the old ways that they became conquerors in of themselves separate of nabaya but preach nabayan rule and and doctrine uh, and they were going to escape because the material parallax weakened the barriers of this pocket dimension. Mm -hmm. They would have broke through. They would have went to Nabaya, almost destroyed it, and then went, all right, where's your king? <laughs> then, oh, we have a queen. I don't give a shit about the queen. Where's your king? <laughs> and then they would have went for Adam. Huh. So That's um, fucking the problem was, as I was making it, it's very, uh, what's his name, Zod? Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was super, like, super manny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially as I was, like, making them, I was, like, I was with Will, who plays Evan. And I'm, like, talking through it. And as I'm saying it to him, I'm, like, oh, hold on. This is just, like, them. Oh, yeah, like when, yeah, like, when you have, like, an idea and you think it's so fucking cool yeah. and you think it's so original and then you start telling someone and like, you have this, like, realization. Yeah, and you feel like an out. idiot. Yeah. You feel like a jackass. What um, I wanted to ask you, it just reminded me, was, um... I felt this all along. Were the Nabayans at all inspired by the Yuuzhan Vong from Star Wars Expanded Universe? They they weren't honestly. I'm so it's funny you say that though because I, I always got that vibe. Dude, when I think the Yuuzhan, they're they're more like aliens, like super just out of the realm of conception. They're almost like eldritch to me. Yeah, they're they're, um, they're, they're like Nosferatu with fucking yeah. armor. Um, but the <laughs> and Nabians, hated everything. <laughs> the Nabians are way more. They're just like they're the war. They are like the they're more Mandalorian. Okay, yeah, than, um, yeah. Than anything else. Mm. So, but you know, good question. Oh, we got questions in chat. Oh, we yes. Do. Uh, what do we got? <laughs> they're good questions. Oh, I saved up 20k channel points. <laughs> Logic wants to cash in. And... <laughs> we do need to come uh, up with a, a, a dump for channel points. I know. So that, that's I know. Good. Yeah. Question: Are you plan? Uh, that was by Logic. Question by Taylor over here. Are you planning uh, other people guest permanent players from the next project? No permanent players, unfortunately. I did say I would love to have a fourth player. Mm. The problem is. Pretty much 100% logistics. Mm. It's a matter of like space is really hard. Scheduling is already hard. Mm -hmm. um, adding a, a, a fifth person into the team and getting like audio stuff right for that, and it's just something I don't, I don't feel confident ta tackling right now. Mm. 
Putting uh, a fifth person in this room right now would probably require another camera and another mic. Absolutely. The, the, yeah, the unfortunate truth right now is how we're how we're sitting right now. If there was a fifth person next to us, we literally couldn't fit them. Yeah. We're yeah, yeah we're like oh, at yeah, the edges it. of. I've got room. like a f- <laughs> freaking two feet, like two or three feet so, this way. So, planning <laughs> for for permanent characters, no, at the moment. Um, Guest characters, yeah. I mean, I definitely still... I, I'd want to do more guests mm. in some way. Yeah. Logic, I do want to have you as a guest. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> we can and, and, and one day, it, it will happen yeah. in, in some way. Uh, it's just really tough, especially yeah. when we had to move. You know, we had such a good system going in the first place, right. which is why we had guests. Yeah. It, it was possible to bring them on. And then this happened, and, and it totally fucked everything up. You mm. know, it's like starting back from, from right. negative one space, right? <laughs> Uh, and yeah. relearning. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yep. Okay. Sorry. I thought I had more villain stuff. I don't have anything written down. Um, I, I have a question just for anyone who's listening, um, and you can submit the answer however you want, however you're listening. Um, but uh, is there a side character that you wish you saw more of? Mm-hmm. That you wish you saw their story mm-hmm. progressed more, or just their powers explored more, or just any side character or any villain that you wish you saw more of? I have one. I have an answer to that. Mm. Delilah. Mm. That scene yeah. that Adam and Delilah had, like, yeah. won me over, like, where mm. she just kind of just, like, laid out the facts of life to him. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was just mm. beautiful, and just the way that everything kind of played out that night, even down to the music, like, we've goofed on that before. Mm. Yeah, But, yeah. like, honestly, like, that's probably one of my favorite moments of the campaign, where Same. just the whole thing just felt, the, like, the most human. Season one, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was oh. great. Delilah's nice. I, like yeah. I, I would love to know about like her life and where her source of power came from. And mm. I want to know more about Delilah. Mm. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. Go Sorry. Um, I definitely like um, the sovereign and rise mm. combo. Mm. And yeah. I would definitely be interested to get the backstory on yeah. that. They're the prequel. Right. Right. They're the spin-off yeah. show that happens exactly. when Initiative yeah. takes off, and yeah. ultimately that show like oh. gets into development hell and is never made. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's like if like we had like sub-series shows, like that's the low-key show. Yeah, yeah. it's like a buddy cop show. <laughs> they're, yeah, yeah they're, their backstory it's like it's like decently developed in my mind mm. of where the Sovereign and Rise's relationship comes from, and I really like them. Uh, like their whole yeah. relationship is based on this like mutual respect for one another in a lot of different ways where the, they both went down similar paths in life but circumstances of perception just mm. completely Ooh. destroyed the sovereign whereas rise uh rose above it you mm. know yeah um Logic had a good answer for that. He said not necessarily more of them, but he definitely wants to know more about the entirety of the Umber Collective, like their powers and such. Mm. You're in yeah. luck, buddy. <laughs> uh, okay, Bola. <laughs> it's Australian. His power, Bola. <laughs> Hence the name. Time to go through every his, single... <laughs> uh, his entire character sheet can be seen in the end, at the back of the Mutants and Masterminds uh, Deluxe Player's Handbook. His stat is literally Bola. He was the first <laughs> character I used, and I used that stat block because I didn't know how to make characters. He was then. not supposed to last this long. <laughs> Discord, powers being a badass. He's a weapon master uh, and loves riding bikes and convertibles. 
and the, is the father of Elias. I feel like that was an afterthought. <laughs> the fathering Elias part. Yeah, you know, there's some things you prioritize. <laughs> yeah, like convertibles and motorcycles. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, I feel on. like everyone has an uncle that's exactly like that. Uh, Vilmunder and Bjork. Mm. Uh, I love them. Not a lot of backstory with them. He is just this big, lovable oaf of a man who loves fighting, uh, just loves wrestling. He's a he's a Viking, right? He is. Mm-hmm. He loves traditional Viking stuff, uh, and he has Bjork, his his sheepdog, who um, has a robot arm that injects you with uh, basically a stim pack. Healing goo. Healing goo. Healing yeah. goo. Gamer goo. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rachel. Okay, I mm. like Rachel. So. Rachel was created. What? Do you want to? Can I ask you something real quick about Rachel? Yeah. Was she inspired by Rachel Rosen in Blade Runner? No, I actually I made her before I saw Blade Runner. Really? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, the android chick that Harrison Ford seems to love slash force yeah. himself on. Yeah. Is Weird scene. An android oh. <laughs> does not age well. Yeah. No, um, it definitely did not. So, uh, Rachel was built by Wilt Lucius. Uh, and given to the Umbra Collective in a joint operative. So early in season one, um, Big Shot mentions that they worked with Will Lucius, and Will Lucius wasn't a part of the Umbra Collective, but was more like a uh, benefactor, is that the right Mm -hmm. term? Benefactor. Benefactor, thank you, Mm -hmm. of of the Umbra Collective um, until his his worldviews got a little too skewed for for Umbra. Interesting. Um, And so... Will Lucius is a robotics expert, essentially, right. uh, and Big Shot is an alchemist. If that went through, he's he's an alchemist. That's his power set. Huh. Um, and hmm. um, I didn't think that. And uh, as a result, they work together. So the uh, you guys in season one went to the moon and saw what you guys thought was a cloning lab. What was it was called the H lab. It was a homunculi lab. Mm. All the masked people you see, those creepy dudes who gave you the prima materia back on the on Coney Island, yeah, yeah. those are homunculi. Mm. Those are artificial beings created by Big Shot to create to make his workforce. Hence why they're so efficient. Um, <laughs> so it the, really is kind of Blade Runner. I guess so in a yeah. way. Like that's um, that's the Tyrell Corp. Yeah, <laughs> where they, they, they Blade Runner until after this. Um, his if, the first movie. time you met him, he was in front of a bookcase, <sighs> and in, and he offered to let you look at a book. But if you did, you would essentially die in the campaign. Uh, that is a real thing in like Alchemical War, where the book has every answer to every question. But if you look at it, you don't insane. Yeah. Um, That's very so crafty. Yeah. 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 yeah, his body um, is uh, he's not a robot. He is just uh, he has taken the elixir of life so many times that has degraded a lot of his personality okay yeah, uh, he's lived for hundreds and hundreds of years he and uh judge brem so in season one there are a lot of a lot of flashbacks between um because animus and umber collective don't like each other mm-hmm. right. and there was a flashback explaining that in the library of animus mm-hmm. where both characters saw each other and had a meeting and they talked to one another uh, Big Shot doesn't care if you're mortal. He only cares if you're a threat to humanity. Judge Sayre started uh, with his power to be able to imbue the power of Animus into people and objects, like bits of it. Hmm? Brem. Brem. Yeah. You said Sayre. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Brem, thank you. I was like, no, I hate that chick. Brem C- uh, <laughs> Senior. His, uh, 
uh, he was becoming a threat because he was start. He was just starting these temples, these schools, whatever you want to call it, of Animus users. And uh, Big Shot was like, no. And every couple of decades, Animus gets wiped out on Earth mm. again and again oh. and again by the Umbra Collective. Yeah. Uh, because oh, Big Shot man. viewed him as a as a threat. Interesting. Um, yep. Uh, so they actually had a whole. You know, that's why Umbra Collective was so in your business in right. season one. Right. Because just, they're just like, okay, why don't we just use him to get the judge and just kill him once and for all. Right. Kind of thing. Interesting. Uh, and then it evolved from that. But oh, yeah. Oh my god. I Sorry. Just, we've been talking about what the next one's going to be and that's fucking interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That brings uh, me like outside of things as like a person, not a character into so much more understanding of yeah, the world yeah. that's yeah. happening around our characters. Um, so, like, if you look back on the whole campaign, um, I try and put stuff like that in there early, and and I like to have interactions and conversations between characters as they talk, and you probably have no idea of what they're talking about, mm -hmm. um, uh, unless you're like really, really paying attention. Because if you saw that scene in season one, and and that was all that was on your mind there, you could probably say like, "Oh, that's big shot. Oh, that's um, uh, Judge Brand Senior." Although I don't think you. No, you did meet Big Shot by then, so yeah. So you <laughs> might have been able to pick that together. That, that's what I mean when I said that the world feels very lived in. Yeah. And that's why I like it, because no matter what we're doing, these characters have something going on. Right. And mm -hmm. it, like, it doesn't matter if we interact with it, it's still going to happen. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you know? I, I think that, that stems a lot from the fact that I don't, I don't like murder hobos, and I think mm -hmm. one of the best yeah. ways to stop murder hoboing is yeah. make your characters real. You know, it's it's really easy to kill guard two. That's yeah. what I yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying right? earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Guard two, who cares about guard two? Right. Because he's not a human being. He's just V does. V gives a great shit about guard two. <laughs> yeah. And she made that abundantly clear yeah, after yeah. Elias killed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, so guard two suddenly turned out to be V's brother. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Whoops. <laughs> I didn't know that, but then I paid for it for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> Speaking of, um, a question I had was, what do you consider to be your character's defining moment or shining moment, and what was your character's lowest moment? Oh, fuck. <clears throat> that is rough. Elias's defining moment was when he was in the subway side room in the dark oh. with Animus. Yeah. The first time Animus like fully presented itself to him and was like, "Look, dude, you have a fucking responsibility." Yeah. <laughs> Again, that that word, but like it it came out to him and it was like, "You've taken this power that we've given you and you've abused it, and if you do so again, you will pay dearly for it." Mm -hmm. I think that really like flipped his lid. <laughs> okay, and that definitely changed the way that I approached playing the character from mm -hmm. that point forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when you started becoming the judge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about your lowest? Some characters. Elias's lowest moment. Shit. I'd have to stew on that one for a little bit, <laughs> I right, think. Adam. I mean, my, like I said before, Adam's highest moment was definitely the speech. Mm. Um, because he's always struggled with how can I, how can I protect my friends? Or I, I, can't, I can't protect them the way I want to. And then he came to the realization that with the power of Nabai, he can protect everyone you can protect like mm. like galaxies of people with their mm. with their flagships yeah like, here take our power and use it as your own kind mm -hmm. of thing and with that um with that speech he really like, came into his own but his lowest moment was definitely when he had that conversation with delilah mm. yeah when he was yeah ran to florida and was powerless because he was so sad he didn't think he could do anything right and delilah kind of pulled him back up mm. right. i oh. think um i forgot to say delilah's powers 
Yeah. <laughs> Nano machines. Yeah. <laughs> Nano machines. Nano machines, son. <laughs> um, she has a well-detailed history in being a revolutionary, mm. and she has nano machines that keep her alive with the help built with the help of Will Lucius and. Jeez. That's amazing. So is she like well beyond like normal human age at this point, yeah. or not well? It's like like her body is still degrading to effect, mm-hmm. but she can. But the effects of that body or of, of aging aren't affecting her as much. Yeah. So she could probably live another like extra 30, 50 years. Mm-hmm. That's cool. As a human being. I think um the lowest like given a like have a couple seconds to to consider it the two lowest points either for elias or either when the little girl died when we were fighting mm. Barbosa, that fucking sucked that was rough. yeah that was i think that yeah. was like a, an extreme low for the whole party yeah that was, yeah, that was... Yeah, yeah we failed yeah. like yeah. flat out like that's we, did not we succeed, failed like... that, mm-hmm. yeah that was bad and then i'll I think a lot of lows for Elias were disappointing and upsetting his mother by trying to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Like doing this thing that he knows is going to be part of this greater good at the expense of his family. Mm-hmm. It comes with the fucking responsibility thing. It comes it's a very Peter yeah. Parker scenario mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. for him to I believe try to save the world but ruin his relationships at the same time. Mm-hmm. You got to pick I'm, like the needs of the fewer the better. I'm pain. genuinely shocked you two didn't say the lowest points are when you switch bodies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nah, that oh, wasn't yeah. that. That, that, that was ain't funny. no thing. <laughs> that was really funny. What, what about you, Jackie? I, <laughs> <Miss> the Alex. <laughs> uh, I honestly think that her most defining and lowest moment was um, defeating the entity, um, mm. because I mean, finally, you know, she's finally free from something that has had control over her. Um, for you know years and years five years years, right and um but at the same time the damage it caused and the people that were hurt right the hell that went through you with the pillars and Mm -hmm. and everything you know it's it's like basically boils down to i made a mistake and it costed dearly but i I fixed it now i mean it like fucked up the universe literally and all the universes (laughs) as a result um I have a question pertaining to that, but I want to do the chat question first by Logic. Who wants to start beef? <laughs> uh, with the campaign being done, what's the thing you hated about your character and the others? You can interpret huh. that however you want. Wait. Wow! Wait! 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 With the campaign being done, about your character you and the other character and the wow. What are things like, that maybe huh. frustrated you about other characters or actions? Mm. Uh, and your own. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking Let's you give two. her ten minutes. Oh bitch. my god! <laughs> Every time I miss a fucking episode, I swear to God, it's true. just it, it's, it's true. like. <sighs> I mean, I've already. <laughs> it's not a real beef, but it's just funny because every single time uh, I would leave, or I would be sick, or I wouldn't be there, and them, just Elias and Adam, always somehow. It really culminated in the Rook Nova. Oh my god! I got a text from Colby saying, I don't know why they did this. I don't know why they did that. And I was like, immediately, like, what the There's fuck like, did the, they if do? If you guys looked on page two of your character sheets, there's yeah. a wonderful skill called insight. Yeah, yeah. I think I have zero insight. Or maybe I have one. So, you, you played that well. Dude, so, and I feel like Elias is very like coercive in the sense of like like any time like or well rather maybe not coercive but definitely influenced by other people. Mm-hmm. There, there was definitely uh, a point was... 
where in the campaign where I shifted from um Oh, that, that decision I made was really dumb to like, maybe I should make Adam make dumb decisions. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about oh, that like, boy, in character and Adam, where like, we'd be like in the middle of a fight and he'd be like, I have a crazy idea. And I'd be like, hmm, yeah, tell me more. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That was the, like, I, it was the best and worst thing that I had to deal with because like, it, sometimes it would end up like funny, like with the river thing and yeah, like, yeah. you got the cat sticks and yeah. it, that was a good episode. Yeah. But then when I, like, when it's, when you guys are fucking fighting one of like the big baddies oh. and I come back and you're like, yeah, we just walked out the front door and got captured. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. Why? The palace of Shikar. I can't no, believe you There was you no guys. logic. Like, I swear to God, it's literally like when your friends get together and the brain cells just decrease. That's what happened. And I had to come in and rectify the situation. The worst part is you went through all the trouble, oh my God. all yeah. of infiltrating, of being sneaky, I, I and can't. at the very end, you were like, eh, funny. <laughs> if I may justify Literally. their decisions. No, I you may not. <laughs> I think it comes from a place of Elias and Adam taking care of what they need to do in there, and then looking at that front door going, we got this. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> And then that. going for and it. That's and the then it always sunny, just like, yeah. the gang didn't get this. <laughs> the the gang dies. <laughs> the, the gang falls into oh the sewers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that was definitely um, anyone else fun to come back. Um, I mean, I could always say I was frustrated that my character couldn't swim or fly. <laughs> yeah, that, that must have been really frustrating. Not being able to fly in a that, game that's about superheroes yeah. must that suck ass. The lead, yeah, the leap did help. Yeah. Saved you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's not too much I can really be upset about. I think, yeah, I think our, our character's dynamic worked really well together. Yeah. yeah. I guess one thing I could say that frustrated me the slightest bit about both of your characters is that both of you hit the will defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, whenever there was an enemy that we need to hit parry or... or it was like, um, nope. Yeah, dude, robots, <laughs> like, robots were... Oh, yeah, we, we were like, robots. good luck, Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. It's all you, I, homie. I like that, personally, because yeah. it, it had to force you to, like, hey, you gotta try other stuff. True. You yeah. have to, like, use mm -hmm. the environment, use anything else. Like, yeah. tools are there, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, good that, thing that Elias had brass knuckles in his jacket. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the problem with Will stuff, too, is that um, no matter how many wounds you have, your will is always the same. Sure. So, like, you could be toughness 15, and you have 10, and, and will 15, but if you mm. have 10 wounds, that will save is still 15. Yeah. yeah. It does not decrease. So, right. you know, there, but, you know, it's checks and balances with it. It's cool. Yeah. But, um, so my question before, before it passes here, because mm -hmm. Jackie talked about, uh, this is for Nicole and Corey, yes. um, at the end of season one when the dark entity was destroyed. So, mm. Uh, Jackie's main story was essentially complete after the battle with the Dark Entity. Without the, that central villain, what motivated Jackie throughout Season 2? Similar to that, Animus played a backseat role in Season 2. Mm -hmm. What motivated Elias? So, a question of motivation. Uh, I mean, there's, there's so much that was built up even while we were going through the Dark Entity arc um, that made it a lot easier to stay motivated. And part of that was uh, the friendship between Elias and Adam that, um, you know, it didn't matter that it was all Jackie's fault and they were all like in the 
in the um, converging expanse because of her, but they, the fact that they all stuck together and they were all working towards one goal. And it wasn't just, um, oh, we have to get rid of this because Jackie. It's like, oh, we have to get rid of this because it benefits the entirety of yeah, everybody. Yeah. And um, part of that stuck with, part of it was the loyalty to her friends, to Adam mm -hmm. who and Elias who had both been there uh, gone through everything to help and had stuck by her. Oh, you know, that loyalty stays when going to Nabaya, you know? Mm -hmm. Even if she didn't agree with the choices, it was, okay, but I'm gonna stick with you because right. you're my friend, yeah. and also because it's there are more important things like lives at stake yeah, than the, mm -hmm. just yeah. yourself. Two things yeah. come to mind when like this question arises and one one thing that pops up for sure is it's it's the loyalty thing mm -hmm. for sure, but the two scenarios that come to mind were um Elias and Jackie in the room on uh the Sovereign's airship when we were in the mm. converging expanse mm. when I promised to kill you if things went too shitty. Yes. Like that was a really heavy moment between the two characters where mm. it was like we have to stick together, but this thing is greater than both of us. So, right. like, and it felt plan like, D, right. if things went down, I got your back in the worst way possible. Right. Mm. And it, it, I think part of it that really strengthened it, uh, the relationship between Elias and Jackie, was that mutual understanding yeah. of what this was, what the entity was, and what the converging expanse was. Because it wasn't just one villain you know it wasn't like wilt where or like the centrum where it's like okay this is 100 percent like your villain this is 100 mm -hmm. it was like this place is just not good for anybody yeah. and it was more of like a a general just generally a bad thing that i i i think too like in in a loose way like elias and jackie are kind of two sides of the same coin right whereas like jackie was a lot more defensive and a more insightful character and elias was just i've got this power and the only thing i know how to do is destroy with it so i have to do what i can to serve the greater purpose and mm -hmm. um it, it was also similar to how the dark entity bestowed the power onto me as animus did to you yeah because it's almost the same like you said two sides of the same coin right it's very much like hit to, to throw a marvel reference in there we try to avoid but they're always there is <laughs> like jackie is the phoenix whereas elias is more like the like spirit of vengeance Mm. like from Ghost Rider. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. that kind of thing where it's just like, it's this power that kind of more chose you than you chose it. Right. Mm. Sort of. Right. Um, the other moment that I mentioned earlier that, that comes to mind with the loyalty thing is once we finally like got back to Earth and, and settled things down when uh, when Adam came to Elias and was like, look, dude, like if I like go to Nabaya, like, are you down? And yeah. and I and the, Elias couldn't say no to that yeah. at that mm. point. Like with everything we had all mm. gone through, like there there was nothing at that point that Elias probably wouldn't follow the rest of the group through. Right. Like we'd been through so much at that point, like that was like his sense of purpose. Right. By yeah. then. And that's kind of how, how Adam felt in season one. Mm. And you know, it was mostly like like the Nabaya story was kind of on the back burner while we did like the dark entity and animus yeah. and he was like like of course i'm gonna help you guys out because we've been through so much and because this affects the whole world yeah right. and I, I think a, a big thing that gets played into that too is 
<laughs> not to make it cheese, but definitely the friendship of the characters and the characters being as young as they are. Yeah, like yeah. the char- they, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they they didn't have anybody else that they could identify with mm-hmm. with, with their powers. Right. There, it's not like other superheroes were a thing in that universe yeah. that were like an open public thing where they had somebody to look up to or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had nothing. Mm-hmm. They had books and and cartoons, and then suddenly they're thrust into that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and then everybody else in the world that they discover that has powers seems to hate them for some reason and want them dead. Yeah. So <laughs> we had to stick together. We were victims of circumstance. Yeah. I think that also shows how all of our characters really grew onto each other because in the beginning, season zero, we, I mean, there was no real connection between the three of them. I mean, all of them no, were no, so no. different. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they were all even in if on um, if you just think about teenagers or high school, they're all in different like classes. Right. Yeah, different cliques. Yeah, yeah they're, right. They're totally, this is like the, the representative of each clique. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the and Breakfast Club of superheroes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> on, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. absolutely what this is. And, and then the strength of that just multiplied and and became something really good. Yeah. Next. Colby, have you invested in Hero Labs yet? If not, why do you hate yourself? Uh, so Hero Labs is good mm. for building characters and stuff, but it's not as portable as I want it to be. I know I could like put it on my phone and stuff, but I have a system. <laughs> uh, I make all my character stats my own way with my own little layout uh, in on paper in pen and that's how I liked it because I like carrying these notebooks around and doing that stuff you have a sense of pride when you fill the notebook after mm-hmm. this oh yeah absolutely. <laughs> you're always absolutely. like I filled this shit <laughs> he's so proud there's only two empty pages uh, two or three empty pages on this on season two notebook nice so that's you know boom season one season two Right. The master books. Yes. Um, can I ask you something about those books while you have them open? Yeah, or I also available. Have a um, did you have plans prepared in case any or all of the player characters died in the final fight? In the final fight? Yeah. Or in general, did you have yeah. plans in place in um, case anybody died? Yeah, I mean, I have ideas for if you failed in the final fight. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it would have had significant consequences. I'm uh, just second campaign you know um in terms of essentially what the second campaign would have been is it would have been uh, a freedom fighter story yeah i was pretty prepared to have like a resistance fighter character or you would make characters in union's crest <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. which would open it up to where you, you that alien stuff could become a lot more open to you guys. Not that I would say I feel like that's where the initiative MMO would begin. (laughs) (laughs) Right, in the Prismatic Coalition. But it would have been more, uh, the Union's Crest would have been much more central to Campaign 2 as a setting, Um, which would have been cool. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, And then as far as like what would happen to each individual character, like the support cast and stuff, um, no, I don't have that written down. Yeah, I mostly meant player characters. Like, did you have like plant, like, yeah, plans in case, like, if, say, like, Elias died, but Jackie and Adam lived, or that kind of oh. thing. Like, specific, like, if mm. player characters died, did you have plans prepared for those? Just interactions between specific characters, mm. like, for, like, Morgan, Discord, um, Volman, Mira, uh, Lauren, Barry. <laughs> uh, just little stuff like that, of, like, how would 
these characters have reacted if if they're you know V Cam if if uh, whoever they're tethered <laughs> yeah. with is their their representative yeah 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 they're yeah. yeah. the rep. Similarly, uh, were there any plans that you had to toss out either because we messed up or mm. uh, because it just wasn't viable in the campaign? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna say yes. I just don't remember which one specifically. <laughs> I had to, I had to put in the can. Um, uh, I know there are any, any like settings that we like, any places we were supposed to go to that we didn't. Anything that we. God, I don't know why I'm blanking out because you're yes, absolutely. <laughs> there were definitely some places I was like, oh, oh, oh one thing. I, I had a whole section of if you went back to Ohio and actually took responsibility for Mae Dower's death and oh a scene God. with her family, but you guys were like, you can't see me. I'm like out, I said, guys. that was the lowest point. Yeah, we're not cool. we're not spending any time yeah, there. You wanted, you wanted nothing to do with no. that. Oh, oh, so that was something. They can come find us. <laughs> um, and uh, I had stuff planned if you decided to pursue the gemstones further. Because that was a whole central theme in, in campaign. Uh, so at the end of uh, season one, the dark entity turned to this gem, Shattered. Mm, yeah. And then as the guest character arcs proceeded, you started seeing more mm. of these these gems yeah. playing a, a pivotal role. Mm. And then Rook Nova's ship had the gem. Everything started to become more about these crystals. And as you get away from Earth, they become more pivotal to how society functions yeah. in other places. So if you guys decide to explore that earlier, that would have uh, yielded different results. And also, uh, the pillars. Uh, I think I said this at the in post one, uh, the post season one show. The pillars were never meant to happen when they were supposed to. That happened because Jackie died. Oh right. Died, uh, right. which triggered her dark entity powers. Uh, her complication there, mm -hmm. and that started that whole arc. Mm. That would have been it. Would have been more animus stuff if that didn't happen. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Which ended up I happening know. anyway, you yeah. know, because yeah. uh, of the converging. Listen, fans. that fashion show was ten out of ten. Though. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You guys, yeah. I mean, you guys surprise me like all the time too with your decisions, whether it be a, a, a silly fight. Like something silly in I'm a fight, walk out the front or door of them. I'm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or I'm gonna go into the amble belt and talk to, the, or I, hey, I think I want to go talk to X. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I didn't expect that to yeah, happen. Come to think of it, the the scene where Jackie went to the amble belt in the second to last episode and mm. spoke with the jewel cutter is probably another one of my favorite moments of like the whole yeah. series. Yeah, that, was, yeah, that was a great moment. So a hundred, a hundred percent improv. Yeah, I wasn't was, expecting you to go there. I should have planned for it, but it, that was a great way to send off that character too, right. because that was yeah. the last time we saw him in this yeah. campaign. Right. Yeah, did, he. Did, yeah, did, I was just gonna say, do you think that was the moment that surprised you the most out of both seasons, or was there one moment where like it really sticks with you? Like I had no idea. I Honestly, I, I really think it is the pillars. That, mm. that was like the culmination of because that set off. It I mean, it, it did so much, right? <laughs> yeah. it, it, it it resulted in what it made me do was like, okay, I always had these vague ideas not written down of what the pillars were and like the dark entity, and then it forced me to be like, all right, let's get these let's get these characters finished. Mm. I want them like statted out or at least you know conceptually finished, mm. so where you could interact with them. I want this place. What is this place? What is Florida? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Let's finally get down. I want it all written. Yeah. What Florida is, the conversion mm -hmm. expanse. Um, so that was 
that was definitely like the biggest like GM oh fuck moment <laughs> for me. Uh, While we're on this, I know we kind of touched upon like things that we possibly wish we could have done with our characters. Mm. Something just kind of came to me with that was with the pillars because it's been so long I didn't even think of that. I would have loved to go to the sites of all the pillars. Mm, Yeah. yeah. Like um, to go see like Cairo where that one hit. mm. I was wondering when I was going through, I was like, okay, do I want to make this a globe trotting adventure? Mm -hmm. Going to each place around the the world and like having to fight um, these, these people or whatever um that's a thing also one thing i never i don't know the names of the group i don't i don't know if i call them shadows tethers agents of the dark entity i don't care (laughs) i'm gonna switch between all of them i i usually go like shadows or something of the dark entity that's what the name of the six individuals are it was always tethers 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 was our like keyword um so it, it would have been a globe shotting adventure or a trip to the conversion expanse. And honestly, to me, I I like the idea of the conversion expanse more because mm. it also meant I had to do less research <laughs> on these actual <laughs> places. But also, um, I mean, you went to California, Adam did, yeah, and then you got to see Cam briefly, right? Yeah, and, right we yeah. saw that in, in, in a camera, right? Uh, and which, which I thought was interesting. If you went to Egypt, you it would have the pillar was in a tomb. Oh. Oh, interesting. Um, Why didn't we go? <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, in Austria, um, essentially, it would have just happened inside the uh, like the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, for in Brazil, it was off the coast in the ocean. Yep. You can uh, see where each character was associated yep. with right. each yeah, And yeah, Kaito, yeah. it was at the, the Tokyo... Um, Skytree? Skytree. Yeah. Uh, cool. Awesome. I definitely... Sky Tower. While you were... Uh, uh, like you said, um, something that we wish we had done. Yeah. Um, I definitely thought about it like the second that second to last episode, and I was like, oh shoot! I almost wish that um, just like how Cam still kind of has a little bit of her powers, like from the dark entity. I kind of wish I kept a little bit so that I can sure. like mix yeah. that Yuliru mm, and that been cool. yeah, yeah, the Yuliru like the white and black, like yeah. the yin and yang yeah. kind of like coming together, like would have like been. celestial mix. Yeah, I, uh, looking back on uh, that, I was just like, oh, what a, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> Light and dark. Yeah. Like, <laughs> die move. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, but also speaking of um, places that we've been, what was your, for everybody, what was your favorite setting? Either to mm. fight in or to explore or just because you're like, I demand action. <laughs> Favorite setting, huh? You know, I don't know why it stuck with me so much, but the area in the converging expanse that was like down the waterfall. Mm. Trench of strife. Yeah, that mm. I always think of that when I think of the cool environments that we fought yeah. in. I, lo- I do love that place in particular. Just because it's like a shanty town. Mm-hmm. Uh, or rather, um not a shanty. I think it's a shanty town. Basically this place of, of just sheet metal. Mm. Uh, just weird at the bottom of a trench. Yeah, right. I just imagine like a big crater and just the water filling it from yeah. every direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so cool. Um, it was season one, but the um the spot in the converging expanse where uh we went down that like stairway into that labyrinth. Oh, the yeah. library kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that was a really cool place. That it was, was just really unique. In the library of Animus? Yes. Yep. There was a lot of good, like, good um, environments in the um, Converging Expanse that yeah. were just extreme. I, I think the Converging Expanse as a whole was just very well done. 
um, mm. especially making everything so so unique to its area almost mm. like you could go across town and be a completely different yeah. place yeah. Yeah. and i think that was something very endearing yeah. to mm. exploring it it made you want to explore more you're like okay i know we can't do too much but yeah. i definitely want to do this and this and mm. all the, the different biomes right there, yeah that's how drastically different i mean the whole yeah. origin of the place is the conversion expanse is whenever change is made in our world like transition from like a gas to a liquid uh, or even conceptually when you think of one thought and it turns into another thought something is left behind and that takes shape in of itself in this dimension the converging expanse mm -hmm. so it's a, it's a realm of change so, so it's chalk zone uh, <laughs> well, I guess. I mean, chalk sounds like you like. It's a, yeah, you're yeah right. you make it's a thing. Chalk. You erase it, and it goes away. Oh, you, is that how that works? That's what chalk zone. Chalk, chalk zone was. If you draw something yep. on a chalkboard and then put it in a square chalk, 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 and then erase it, that thing goes to chalk right, zone. Time to rename. <laughs> yeah, it's chalk zone. So it's, it's chalk, chalk zone. zone. Chalk zone. Chalk zone. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. season chalk two <laughs> locations. Uh, absolutely, the fucking arena when we played bumper beds. Oh, that was yes. fucking the wonderful. Yes. yes. Oh, that whole place I loved. Yeah, that Toontown was fucking cool. Toontown was, it was great. amazing. I don't think we can say Toontown. I think that's like copyright. Yeah, Toon, Disney's going to sue us. Toon, Toon World. County. Toon World. Toon <laughs> County. Toon World is Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Toon County. I like it's that. Toon, Toon County. County. Toon I meant County. to say earlier that I loved the mini games that you made. Yeah. yeah. Was bumper yeah. I did have a question uh, about that. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was just if you... What mechanics that Colby added, like the mini games yeah. and stuff, did, did you like or did you not like? I mean, my favorite one was um, how we were talking earlier about, um, oh God, what's his name? Austrian boy. Oh, uh, and, Luther. And Luther. Luther. Yeah, how, you know, how we all got handed the cards. Yes. That yes. said, like, you know, that was what good. we know, yeah, what we don't gave know, us our what motives. to do. Yes. Yeah. That, I loved that yeah. session. That was so good. That worked out That worked out perfectly. That was something I was really nervous going into. I'm like, okay, they're going to find a hole. I have, I've left something shitty, probably, but I can't. Yeah. I, 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 I have to do work. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope yeah. it works out. It was great. It did. Yeah. It did. I, I liked when we fought Hamadi Khan and we got the... the um, extra troops and that extra turn of things that we can do oh, with yeah, troops. It kind of gave us like an RTS sort of feel and I was really happy when you brought that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that mechanic was made for by my season. friend Sam uh, mm -hmm. for our D&D stuff and I was like, hey, can I just take this and modify a little? And he was like, yeah, and he gave me all the documents. So nice. thank you, Sam. Yeah, I'll be sure awesome. to use it more often now. Yeah, mm -hmm. big fan. Um, my favorite place? Where's your favorite yeah, right. place uh -huh. that you made uh, up? Uh -huh. I don't know. No, and, <laughs> uh, I really like Union's Crest. Yeah. Uh, I I like the shape. Like, if I want to see, like, art of places uh, other than the Converging Expanse, it would be Union's Crest because I really, I, I, I just, I like the idea of Galactic UN mm. and also yeah. just around the city and, like, you could explore that city for a whole campaign and there's just so Absolutely. much to yeah. it. It's the Coruscant of Right. We yes, didn't even touch, like... <laughs> A fraction oh, yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah. We we went to like two little like pedals on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I always get Mass Effect vibes, obviously. Just it was vaguely. Was a big I was thinking city. cyberpunk. It, yeah, it was yeah. vaguely trying to set up like Mass Effect because of the Citadel, because mm -hmm. like the Citadel could like close and it almost mm -hmm. felt like a flower, yeah. but I was like mm -hmm. not quite. Yeah. And it doesn't like do that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of of <laughs> um, 
Blade Runner in Los Angeles. Yeah, mm -hmm. where it was Blade just Runner. this this dark, <laughs> shitty, gritty place with neon lights everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and um, too many people. It's yeah. it's it's a mix shitty of the gritty. Citadel and Bespin. Yeah, uh, Cloud okay. City. Yeah. Um, because you know, like Cloud City is like this giant uh, facility and like a stem mm -hmm. that like mines the gas from that. That's kind of like how. Yeah, uh, Union's Crest is. Mm -hmm. The other place that I really, really liked too was every time it came up, I was always happy. It was the Amble Belt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. It, like it brought me back. Like we were nerding out about Chrono Cross yep. last week, mm -hmm. um, and like the first time that Surge like switches dimensions mm -hmm. is on a beach, yep. and then every time you go back to that same beach, there's always that portal waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. And I always kind of pictured that whenever we talked about the Amble Belt, was just like a long stretch of yeah. shoreline with. A bunch of little portals kind of in a row sort of I know it was like meant to be like the portals are in the shoreline yeah yeah but yeah. I always kind of pictured that there's um it's all interpretation right, right. Uh, <laughs> um, can you get point Warwick there's a spot where there's a, a lighthouse and then when there's low tide there's a sandbar where it's just like a straight line of sand that oh. leads to this oh, I gotta go there. and it's yeah. so cool because like the shore like runs on either side and the waves come up alongside oh, it so you can really walk straight down this path <laughs> like i was just there like maybe three weeks ago hmm. and i was standing there when it was low tide and i'm just looking i'm like this is the anvil belt this yeah. is really fucking cool like, i'll have to go there and take some footage yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the i got some cool photos of it i'll have to send it to you guys i have still photos of it awesome yeah. And the, like, you can see it. The, awesome. Amble the Amble Belt was originally like conceptualized as the afterlife, mm. okay. uh, like a place to go where you died. Yeah. And then Yalira was like this Reaper type character that would lead you to a, a, a new future. Mm. You know, kept vague. But Almost I, like I, um, the um, the ferryman. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I. I thought against it because I'm like, I don't want to think of an afterlife for this world. I don't really want there to be just yet, if at all. Um, I want to keep that so vague and and uh, I don't want to try and conceptualize something that big because then I think you get into really dangerous like Marvel territory mm -hmm. where you yeah. write yourself into holes because mm -hmm. once you like, once you finally realize what something is, then you can start fucking around with it. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't want that. <laughs> to happen with something as pivotal as like when you die right yeah, yeah. um so it became a place of of where wanderers go and a transitory place between realms cool uh logic has two questions for us L logic two. i can answer the first one for you yeah um colby <laughs> any powers slash advantages you are going to outlaw for the next campaign speed time same as always <laughs> uh, yeah time is always out yeah um it, it, it's it's so <laughs> It's so, uh, you are why you know how I like there are rules and then there are like problems. I did like, not. Over, you know like, you know, like when there's a sign and like you wonder it. how could that sign have been written? What could have happened that could have caused that <laughs> sign to have been written? It was me. Time um, is is too complicated mm. and it's too it just breaks a game, right? That's homebrew stuff. That's homebrew territory. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want. Could it be done well? Yeah, of course it can. Do I want to put in the effort to make it work well? No. The only people who get time abilities are me. <laughs> and I'll throw that against them at some point, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cold-hearted. Um, yeah. John, don't even, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time, I hate time stuff. It's the, just too much. Yeah. The other question, um, I kind of want to take the liberty of answering, if everybody's okay with that. Uh, Logic are asked, we... what kind of characters are you thinking for the next campaign? Wait, are we, are we, we divulging? No, 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 no. no okay. We're not saying. We're not saying at all. <laughs> we have our characters. We have our concepts. Yeah. They're written... We gotta make sheets for them, but we know what we're doing. Yeah. 
Uh, we're gonna discover it as you guys watch us happen. Mm. Like it's it's that simple. Yeah. We're just going to discover our characters while you guys are watching us do it. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, for like, in regards to like banning stuff, um, I try not to. Like obviously, time is like a major exception. But instead of saying no to, to players, I just try to make things either like too difficult, or I put them in situations where it just might not be best to have those abilities. But mind control is a really weird one to work with because a lot of boss fights can be ended with mind control, kill yourself. Yeah. Right? Or mind yeah. control, lock them up, boys. think of that. Because yeah. you know? I don't kill people. Yeah. <laughs> so like that kind of forced me to be like, all right, lots of will saves, and let's throw some villains at them that are partially immune or just really strong against will abilities like that. And also, like, you know, she had unnecessary flaws on it for, like, tiring and stuff right. like that, which helped yeah. out a lot. Yeah. So, you know, I still think it worked out really well and it didn't break the game. So I, that was, like, the best case scenario. I also feel like we have a good crew here who, like, we don't try to break the game. No. We're, we don't play, yeah, like, yeah. The, I mean, the, there's always that one person who like tries to break the game and like mm. wants to do x y and z and da 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 but like we really don't no we're, we're not like we're that. not self-serving min max no so, yeah. like, at all <laughs> like what we were saying like i had the mind control but it was i made it difficult for a reason yeah. because i didn't want to do that and be like yeah all right you're all mind controlled all right da 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 we're all gonna do whatever i want to do yeah i wanted it to be a challenge yeah. i didn't want it to be reliable mm. Another... i think I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, another good example of uh, is um the unstoppable, untouchable mm. power that Adam has. Mm. The actual power is just like you're invincible forever. Yeah, <laughs> As you just can't get hit now. Yeah, but no. but we made it. You know, we we all <laughs> it. it yeah. We homebrewed it to be like okay, it, it's tiring and it fades and you know you, you say you, you say homebrew. But it's like in the realm of the game. Like that's, that's it, true. That's it's true. Just, yeah. we just added flaws, which is a mechanic, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, which is why Mutants and Masterminds is really cool because mm -hmm. it's so customizable. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you, were you gonna say something? Uh, I, I, what was I gonna say? <laughs> um, you wanna get back, come back to you? Yeah, we'll give it a minute. <laughs> I'm uh, good. Uh, actually, he's being a bully, so. That's okay. He asked, uh, who was the biggest bitch? And, uh, uh I probably, mm -hmm. um, Colby definitely. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we, we all were at heart, you know. Uh, I have a fan question <laughs> from our friend Zachy. Of course. Uh, it's for me. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, me. <laughs> so you've uh, had a couple hours to stew on it. <laughs> would yeah. you, as the DM, GM, ever consider killing off someone's character mid-campaign? Could mm. be for a dramatic effect or just a straight-up power move as a GM. <laughs> Have I considered it? Yes. Uh, he thinks about it every day. <laughs> um, I mean, player death is like... That's tough, right? I was always afraid of Corey's character dying. Of Elias dying. Really? Because you're so attached to him mm -hmm. that, like, I could just see you getting really upset. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, is he gonna flip out if, like, he dies? I don't know. I don't know. You know, <laughs> that's more a testament to like, how much you like your character and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, like, if I killed off Adam, I know, like, David would be bummed, but he's played so many games. <laughs> like he would have been like, okay, time to make the next character. Yeah, like, like it, it would definitely suck. Like I'm definitely attached to Adam because we've mm. been playing yeah, for so yeah, long. Yeah. Right. But as long as his death was cool, 
Right. Right. That was the approach I had like this season because I knew shit was going to get bad. Yeah. yeah. It was just Honestly, like, as long we... as it goes out the right way, I don't mm. care. Yeah, of course. It... Honestly, we all should have died um, <laughs> during the entity fight. Especially me when I lost, like, the <laughs> the generosity that Colby well, displayed. You, you, you skipped phase two. Uh, your mind control uh-huh. and used a hero point. Everything that happened in that moment skipped phase two. Phase two was fighting Wilt Lucius without wings and with his spear. Mm. There's three phases. It was full powered Wilt Lucius, Wilt Lucius with his his spear, and then the monster. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you completely. He had one turn where he like just destroyed Elias and Adam, oh, and right. I was like, "This is the fucking end, dude." Yeah. And I he's technically weaker in that form, but mm. just good rolls happen. Oh. And, uh, and then you got the big mind control on him. Yeah. Ripped Will out of him, oh. which was supposed to happen later in the fight. And then his monster form came out. Yeah. And then Will I, was able to do the scripted event of healing. I mm. thought that fight went way too fast. Honestly. I mean, I skipped like, it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, when, when after we beat him, I was just kind of like, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. I get it. Like, we got our asses handed to us and we somehow made it through, but, like, it felt easier than the Dark Entity fight. Mm. Uh, sure, sure. I was talking more about, um, when we fought the dark entity though when, oh i'm sorry no it's okay uh when because when we fought the dark entity we definitely were rolling we rolled terrible that day yeah, that like that day. our luck was not on our side and we all definitely could have died right then and there mm. and it was just not you had a lot of help in that fight though. we did you had yeah, a lot, of, had a lot of i didn't want to i didn't want to bring the allies in for the finale um, mm-hmm. They had their own fight. Right. This is about like you guys. Yeah. Um, no, I did like the uh, the like little cameos. Yeah, I was yeah. just yeah. Yeah. I, re- I, I really liked something. the cameo of yeah. um, Taylor's character. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. yeah. That was my favorite one. That too, was wonderful. Jake, Jacob's too fun to like just do stuff with because yeah. his power is so unique and so like appropriate for the setting as well. Yeah. Mm. Something I'm surprised you didn't attempt to do is try to pull the guest characters back for the finale. Mm. Logistics. Yeah, yeah, again. I wanted to. Right. I wanted because it would have been so cool to have like, like Will and Taylor Evan like fight. If, if we were in the last place, I would have had um, Evan come back for like a brief fight. Yeah, and then I would have had him switch out for Taylor mm. and like had just had like the stain going. Yeah, because that um, that would have been cool. It would have gave like the world some continuity. Mm. Yeah, I really wanted to, but uh, like we're here and yeah. um, Taylor, Taylor just had a kid. Right. So that's yes. busy. I'm sure yeah. Taylor, you would have like probably been cool with it or whatever, but maybe you were like super busy and stuff. Mm. But also the logistics yeah, behind it were just would have been difficult. unfair yeah. of us to ask for. Because I think uh, the last, I think the finale happened like the. The day before or the day after or something, you you had your kid Taylor. So like, I don't know. I don't remember the specific time period, but like, geez, dude. Women's up. Yeah. Joey uh, <laughs> 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 has Colby. How many times did you want to just completely stomp them? <laughs> I mean, yeah. There were a lot of there. There were a few instances where like you we, guys are like, we're gonna pick a fight, and I'm like. <laughs> you are not ready for this fight. We fucking. You're like, you're like I'm gonna take out the Umbral Collective. <laughs> season one, I'm like, you're not. You just want, you want to fight Big Shot? Okay. Yeah. The okay. amount of times we busted Colby's balls, just being like, yeah, yeah. Oh come yeah. On. Whenever you roll an ad twenty, and you're like, bitch. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'm like, 
Okay. Don't focus every single Dude, that's all on. Nicole. <laughs> we don't get that. That's what I mean. Yeah. But it happens, we're like, oh, cool, great, I can do that thing I was trying to do. That's Nicole is like, fuck your whole family. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, it's so hard for me to pull off the things that I want to pull off. Mm, mm. So when I do get that nat 20, it's like, it means something. Like, yeah. it's not just I, like. I get attacked, guys. I get attacked by. <laughs> I've only rolled 120 in the entirety of our streaming time, so I don't know. <laughs> Your fault is you're just the worst dice. I know. Uh, it was during it was during the world fight. I got a twenty, right? Yeah. I, I got You've one. Multiple uh, your dice does weigh like eight pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I have dice. this giant metal dice, and it never rolls well. You ever. you can't say shit because my <laughs> dice is Looney Tunes <laughs> as fuck. It is. I uh, wish you, we had a dice had camp. Every single week to buy a new one. <laughs> it's not the dice, though. Actually, no, it might be the it dice. It might be the dice. I don't know. I, I we, haven't stand, really, we haven't quite figured it I out. I still stand yeah. by my thought that you were like a cheating gambler in your past life and you got <laughs> killed for it, and now uh, here you are I know. with a crappy dice now. Yeah. Dude. Question? Yes. I have mm. two questions for everyone. Mm -hmm. Favorite hero slash NPC and then favorite villain? Rise, 100%. Yeah, saw that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Rise is definitely Rise is my favorite, favorite yeah. person. Yeah, yeah Rise no. is like Willy Wonka. It's so yeah. funny. I, that's actually what I think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. Willy Wonka. Yeah. I think also just because like, like when we first met Rise, he was just like such a fun character, but mm. in a, like a serious setting. So it was like mm. a nice way to let off some of that like tension. Yeah. Um. You met the, the, the blood mage goth dude who's like time to destroy the world and a minute later like hello how are you i'm gonna make burgers now um, that's a hard question favorite villain mm -hmm. antagonist i should say that's rough that is hard hmm. you know it's <laughs> security guard 2 at spearhead tech yeah <laughs> definitely so, uh so the guards from when we the first episode mm. of season oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fighting my, in this high school Part laboratory. of me wants to say Wilt is my favorite villain, but I think on that was more season zero. Wilt, mm -hmm. uh, I think Maria mm. was oh, a very okay. good Ooh, villain. Yeah, that's a good streamed. one. Yeah, she just kept coming back, bro. Yeah, yeah Maria was yeah. legit. Her power was... Uh, Not to die. She was just like, yeah, I mean, she had cloning. Mm -hmm. And what happened was when Adam... I guess I didn't say this now. When Adam pulled her to Nabaya, uh, it was a clone. It wasn't yeah. actually her. And what happened was the clone began to mutate because it had no more host hive to connect mm. to. Oh, interesting. And so its cells were just, oh, I don't know what to do, and be turned into this monstrosity. Oh. Interesting. That retained Maria's personality and memories mm -hmm. and Quest for vengeance. Mm. Yeah, I think um Barbosa was my favorite mm. antagonist and a, a villain. She was just so she she. It was more than her just being tough to be, but the attitude and like the pure like. I don't want to say evil, but almost. She's like cocky. The, she's she's so confident. There was not a single moment where she was on screen where she was doubting something. Yeah, right. the absolute yeah. confidence and the fact that she was just crushing us was so right. frustrating. Yeah, the four yeah. stars. It was absolutely yeah. upsetting as a player when we were fighting her. Every right. time we fought her, like both times we fought Dude. her, it was horrible. And the That's, stakes were mm -hmm. so high, and yeah. just to like fail 
That's the uh, that's the bleach moment, the anime moment, the beginning yeah. where the hero's like feeling hot shit. Like I just got this new ability, and then yep. the new, the, not even the main villain, but just like the lieutenant comes in, and it's just yeah. like, nope, that's exactly what it was. Get yeah. your shit out yeah. of here. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. What's funny is for me, like to to like my choice for that, I got that vibe, even though he didn't really stand up, like in that kind of a way mm-hmm. but i always got that sense of like impending doom and dread whenever kaito showed up yeah he was yeah. like the darth vader of our campaign yeah. Yeah. whenever he showed up he's got his fucking sword on his side and he's just like cold and badass mm-hmm. and he's so confident and he was just ready to fucking kill anybody at any moment's notice the yeah. funniest thing about that <laughs> is we made that because he was not really <laughs> Yeah. villain he when we first dude. met him he was just like yeah he, he was, was just guard one yeah and, no, and he, we were just was... like fuck you bitch no, he, he, <laughs> and was he was like, like bad he was one of the higher up dudes of the yakuza when we got to japan yep yeah he was like he, he was, was a, just he was a sovereign lackey yeah right and then you know, yeah, he was working for the sovereign and then but... he ended up like killing the sovereign in season one yeah. Yeah. you know so uh yeah i i love kaito he's yeah. he's so his sword um, the one that like you can't see until he finally draws it and then does his die move uh, is it, it had an ability um, it can hit anything dimensional yeah. and it can also rend through dimensions oh, nice. so that's why when he was in the amble belt everything went to shit because he was like I can cut this entire oh realm my in God. half Question. That's insane. Yeah. The, um, the blade of the dark entity had dimensional could it have blocked uh, his uh Kaito's sword. Potentially, yeah. Absolutely. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you know, you guys kind of threw that sword away. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it to you and then you threw it. Which is a shame because that could have been a very powerful artifact. We used it. We stabbed Lauren. Yeah, that's what we oh, right. <laughs> oh my god. That's what we were like, right. not gonna use this anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, who's your favorite? Um my favorite my favorite like good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh Cam. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cam. Cam. Cam was my favorite character so to cute. interact yeah. with mm-hmm. because like Elias kind of had the opportunity to treat Cam as like the like adoptive kid slash little sibling kind yeah. of thing. Like mm-hmm. I every single time I like spoke to the character in character, he always called them kid. Yeah. It was just mm-hmm. it's like I, I I can see where you're going to go in your life and you're not quite where I'm at yet, kid. So like <laughs> I'll steer you in, in the right direction. Yeah. And I think that may have been loosely that like responsibility of mm-hmm. the character. Like like if Elias were like weren't that character to have that role, I don't know if anybody else would have. Like yeah. like she kind of like well they kind of attached to V, right. but V didn't take on Cam in that same energy. It was just like well you're with us now, so now I got to deal with one more. Yeah. Cam's Cam's ad or uh, V's attitude towards Cam is much is is a very subdued but motherly role mm. of like. V's the one sitting in front of the, the fire, like reading a book as like people play around. Yeah. Just looks up like, hey, did you fuck up? No, you're good. Yeah, I'm gonna do my thing. Yeah, cause, mm-hmm. cause and they, yeah. there was, I could definitely sense like, favoritism isn't the right word, but it's kind of like the first one that comes to mind. V's attitude towards Cam, because if Cam was just any other kid that had the same exact personality <laughs> without the power, like V would just be like, shut the fuck up, get out of my way. You can roll with us, but don't annoy me. But yeah. with with Cam being as formidable as they were, I think 
I mean, you're, you were, in, oh, yeah, you yeah, were, yeah. In, you were like holding the wheel in the whole situation, but it kind of felt like V was like, like respect, like game recognized game, you're cool, like, <laughs> yeah, hang yeah, with us, yeah. just don't get in my way, and yeah. everything's gonna be good. But I I'll think... look out for you too because I know I'm totally stronger than you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> my... I mean, maybe it was the fact that V got to witness Cam sort of lose that mm. big sister or motherly role in their lives, and immediately was like. I'll, I'll fill that void. Right, right. I'll take that. And also, also right, with Barbosa. They know and, how it felt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, there is a void in both of their lives, right? V lost her brother, or her younger brother, mm. go figure. And um, Cam lost his mother, big sister figure. Yeah. It was, was... kind of like made for each other. Mm. Right. Also, yeah, yeah, Joyce of the Robin in, in yeah. regards to what you said. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, when I think of like, like Cam trying to like come along with Elias to everything. It's so that Spider-Verse scene where Miles has the shitty yeah, Spider-Man yeah, costume yeah, yeah. and he's like crouching next to like washed up old Spider-Man right. like what are we gonna do? He's yeah. like don't worry about it kid I'll handle it. <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah. I definitely got that. Definitely absolutely like the sidekick vibe. Uh, antagonist? Did you say? Uh, Kaito. You said Kaito. Yeah. Okay. Did you say antagonist? You did. You said well Will- Maria. 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 Okay. <laughs> Did you say your hero? An NPC? Um, no, no. I don't know. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Asked. It's hard to <laughs> choose this one. Honestly. Very. <laughs> I kind of like Xavier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's just such a goofball, but wants to be more than a goofball. I All right, so, so Casey Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just love that. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he was an accident character, like an improv character, because mm. you needed a date. Yeah. yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't have a date lined up. I didn't plan for this. So yeah. I made Xavier. And right. I was like, this guy's going to be done. <laughs> I said this back in the post show for one. He's out. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. he's going to get you know, rejected or you know, have a bad time. He's going to be piss his pants and run away <laughs> during the, uh, the dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. He stuck around. That yeah, comes yeah. full circle with what we were talking about in the beginning about every NPC has a full life right. yeah, and has yeah. to be treated with the respect of having that life and exploring it if it's yeah. necessary. That's what's important, right? It's especially with, with NPCs and also, you know, your villains. They all have to have a past. They all have to have relationships already. And they all have to have goals and, and just motivations, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it, it sucks interacting with characters who you know are just so paper thin right. that you won't get anything out of them. So yeah. I'm like, why am I wasting my time talking to you? Get out. <laughs> yeah. It also yeah. stifles the hey, um, the desire to interact with NPCs because if they're all flat and they're all two-dimensional and they're all like, you know, no character in them, you don't want to be like, who's here? What yeah. what characters can I... Yeah, yeah they're just, just like the cardboard cutout that you right. press the button when you have to so they can say the thing that they are supposed to yeah, say yeah. and that's it. Like, that sucks. Um, Nobody wants to deal with that. My my favorite character was... Um, I, I always go back and forth. It's always between Cam, mm-hmm. V, and v Rise. Really um, yes. Those three... I mean, Cedric also has this really special place in my heart because like mm-hmm. Cedric's the easiest for me to slip into in terms of a role play like, yeah. just be dumb Cedric's <laughs> me, you know? I, I love Cedric so good, yeah. Yeah. he's, he's such a he's, he's wholesome yeah, yeah. yeah he's such the hero's best friend yeah, yeah. like yeah, that's the really perfect is. like role for him to play yeah uh, and and I, I love V because of, mm. of just uh, similar to Barbosa, but this confidence that V has that I like yeah. I like want to channel in my own life of mm. of 
just love that fuck it attitude yeah. that mm-hmm. lets V do whatever she wants. Yeah, um, V's a character I wanted to kind of spend a little bit of time talking about mm. um, and just kind of explore like where V came from and mm. what mm. what your goal was with V and yeah, I, I mean my reaction as Elias to V. Yeah, V after. was meant was initially conceptualized as the consequences of your actions. Mm. Hence the brother yeah. and everything <laughs> like that was the fact that you had a situation in um, episode zero, I guess you want to call right. it, of, yeah. of season one, that one session we did before we started, yeah. where I just started noticing, I'm like, oh, you did, they just like just ran through this pharmacy and just like killed a bunch of people. That's yeah. not very heroic. Yeah. Let's do something about it. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's do, remind ourselves like the themes of, of this world and this campaign. Um, and that's how V sort of started. And then um, I just, I liked her skill set so much during the Vice and Sin mm. fight of just like using music awesome. to fight. Like yeah. I was like, oh, that's so cool. No, the band fight was really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was, was awesome. a, that was so fun to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, as she just started going forward in her relationships with the characters and everything, it, she just fit so well with everybody. Yeah. Everybody had these great interactions. Mm. I just, I, I would have liked to have more Adam and V interactions because mm. that's so like that, that not a lot happened. Um, yeah, I never really got too much with her besides when I was in Eliza's body. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Fucking asshole. It, 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 it almost felt like, dare I say, like V was sort of like the fourth player even though there was mm. no player for her right it like she was kind of held in the same revere almost especially when she started casting spells right yeah, yeah. yeah. um where yeah. where did the inspiration or the decision to come like or come from for that to make so, the um uh a witch the a sorceress yeah. basically yeah. yeah so she was stuck in the conversion expanse for quite some time before you rescued her, mm-hmm. and she was stuck in the libraries of Animus, constantly being chased by the monstrous form of Judge Brim. And that fucks with you a lot. Mm. And because she was so powerless in that situation, she had to revert back to her street, like living on the streets, especially when she was younger. Um, and that sense of powerlessness started pulling throughout that entire Convergent Expanse arc where she couldn't really do much. She had like a gun that was useless. Mm. And then she's like, what the hell? Like she just felt so insignificant that by the time you met Rise and Rise is like, hey, I learned to do all this stuff. She's like, that's it. I'm going to dedicate myself to that and learn that so I can not feel so helpless ever again. Mm. So that's how she became a sorceress. It's cool. The sorcerers um, of she was definitely yeah. one of my favorite characters did it was it just because it seemed natural that you pushed v in the direction of elias in terms of like a romantic relationship or anything like that yeah i mean like aesthetics had a lot to do with it Mm. um she met with you specifically at the crumb on in (laughs) Um, (laughs) right uh and that sort of just developed it on its own it's just just magnetized right and i also thought oh wouldn't it be fucked up if the she got into a relationship with the guy who killed her brother. Mm. Yeah. And, like, and initially she was trying to like kill you. Interesting. Like just yeah. stab you right in the back and be like, bitch, gotcha. <laughs> well, the whole thing always uh, felt like that was going to happen eventually anyway. Yeah. And it culminated um, in season two to that right. moment of like, I can't, do, like it, instead of a uh, quest of vengeance, it became of, uh, am I fucked up? Like, mm. dude, I'm talking, with, I'm like, 
I'm with the guy who killed my brother. Yeah, it was like a moment of clarity. It felt yeah, like. yeah, like I'm so fucked up right now. And she had to turn yeah. the term. I think V is one of the characters that I've always had a very distinct image of in my head. Yeah, yeah and it's always sure. been your Shadowrun character that you. <laughs> oh, but I until I played Cyberpunk, then it was Judy. Oh yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I always that. just think of like a younger version of like the girl with the dragon tattoo. Mm. Do you know what's fucked up? If you look in the Rhodes Gallery, which uh-huh. is a, a book put out by um, Green Ronin for mm-hmm. mutants and masterminds, it has all villains. There's literally V in it. Really? <laughs> like what? It is a punk rock demon summoning. She plays a guitar to fight. <laughs> what? Like, That's amazing. Like young girl. That's like just, it, it's like almost her to a T. The only thing that's different is that she is Middle Eastern, mm. uh, whereas in, her, I think she's Asian. Mm. Okay. Yeah, her, her, her ethnicity never <laughs> specified, and yeah, it didn't matter. Her last name like Hatem. Huh. Really? Yeah. Okay. What's yeah. V's full name while we're on the subject? Victoria Hatem. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't nice. know that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Obviously, ethnicity never really like. No, that never. Came it doesn't up. like. Yeah. You know. No. Um, I just say what the characters yeah. are. You know. Yeah, it's not their, their accents yeah. usually yeah. play. <laughs> Can you guess Kaito? Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, Sean saying the music really added a new dynamic to a lot of the sessions. Yeah. What, what, what do you? What was your? Uh, I don't know if I want to say what was your favorite track that we played that gave yeah. the most emotional impact, or what what was your inspiration for choosing those tracks for the moods? Uh, so one persona music does not uh, have copyright for some reason. Like, mm-hmm. We don't get flagged for persona oh, music. Love persona is um, really good because like the setting. I always think of the settings, and it's either setting or emotion. What's happening here? Um, how do I get the music for that? Um, and I had to make sure it wasn't old music. Like I could pull Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross music, but the problem is the the instruments or the sound chips that were that made those games back in the day. That music doesn't sound good when suddenly you hear eight bit, thirty two bit mm. music, or or PlayStation. A lot of PlayStation One music is very hit or miss. It just sounds distinctly different to the music that's out nowadays, mm. and it kind of just pulls you out of it. It'd be really weird if I you were at Union's Crest and it just wouldn't convey the same feeling if you're there and I play some sci-fi game music on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, you hear like chiptune music, and it's weird compared it just, to the yeah. classical. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. games like Mass Effect are mm-hmm. so much better for something like mm-hmm. that. You know, um, it's gonna suck in. In, I, I wanted to get all new music for campaign two, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of sucks because like you have I don't know what's gonna fuck uh, make YouTube or Twitch hate us. Yeah, you know that's always the hardest thing is so, copyright stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm honestly good. excited for having a completely new like musical vibe for mm-hmm. it because in the off chance that he brings back a song for any particular reason from the first campaign, It'll it's going hit us. yeah, it's gonna <laughs> like hit us in the balls. Like yeah. it's gonna be so cool. Like. Um, you bring it up a lot just because it's a great reference to things but like Star Wars did such a beautiful job of bringing back motifs in music whenever a specific character showed up and it evokes such emotion whenever like like each character almost has their own theme so like to have that like it's almost like whenever we ended up back in New York and music like this came back on and we had that sense of relief that just kind of washed over us oh it feels so good to hear this like we took this for granted every time we heard this before my favorite track is like do do Pause. Boo. 
Yes. <laughs> like, but it, the best is like you know shit's going bad when like Colby pauses the background music yeah, like, and on. then the droning right. music from Vampire the Masquerade yeah, Bloodlines yeah. kicks in. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this. Yep. Fade in. <laughs> yeah, like from that point on, you know shit's going down and things like, are about oh, to get no. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one question that I had, which is a little off topic, but kind of on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, what's something uh, in this campaign that you would like to uh, leave behind or take over into the next campaign? Hmm. Oh, like what would we cross into the second campaign if we had control? Uh, yeah, or more I was thinking like um, if there's something like with your character that you didn't necessarily want to bring into the next campaign or that you do want to bring like okay. more of like yeah. like we were talking about the music like more uh you know, <laughs> like a, a different track of music or like bring more of that energy or less of this or uh, maybe okay. in, in, um for me more emotional moments yeah like mm. very heavy like like with and i'm talking to delilah right or like like, that gets brought back so much, and music yeah. was music was such a huge oh, yeah. factor of that. That's good. It was music, and it was so coincidence because yeah. like there were certain points where like the music would crescendo at a certain point, and then it would stop just as like Colby would finish monologuing. Right. Yeah. It would hit, and then there was this heavy moment of Oof. silence that would linger in the air, and then the next track would pick up, and then like you just naturally knew to respond at that mm-hmm. point. Yep. Like there was so much beautiful improv. Or, happening. or like right. you had a really good moments with your mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like you know it was just like. NPC and player character interactions yeah. that are like just heavy hitting. Yeah, the yeah. conversations we've had last weekend, like I can already picture certain things that are going to happen. Moments like that with mm-hmm. the characters we're starting to flesh out and yep. prepare to right. to bring or in. To, uh, moments with Jackie that I always remember are when you and Maria talked at the mm. Spearhead Tech getaway. Mm. The, the treat. That was a very good conversation. It was like very strong. Um, when you threw a knife at V. Mm. That was super tense. And when you stabbed Lauren, like oh, th- those are the three yeah. like heavy right. moments that, that Jack had. Yeah, that <laughs> I dance, remember. baby. Yeah, like, like no! the dance was so fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, that was like one of my favorite things like in yeah. the whole campaign. That was the most painful thing. Yeah, for, yeah. And, and I know you can't you can't have too many of those moments, obviously, or they they right. lose their value. Right, right, but right. Just I, I want those moments to carry over, like moments similar to. Yeah. That. I uh, I can't wait to just do more like setting seeds. Mm. It's my favorite thing to do. If you go back and watch episode one of season two, the pre-scene gives away the whole gem uh, in the earth. Oh, really? It's uh, uh, Levat, the gem. Mm -hmm. He's at the battle of the dark entity, and he's dancing around, Mm -hmm. and he's just coming around, things are exploding, and he puts something in the ground, and he's like, be back for you later. Hmm. I remember him showing up incredibly early on, and then when he came back, it was like, oh, I remember that dude. I don't remember why I remember him, but I remember him. Even if if we forget those seeds I, that's amazing for the yeah. people who are listening right. right I remember that that almost gives it like it's like when you watch a movie for the second time after knowing and all you're the, like, the oh! twists and you're like they fucking had it all along yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I. that's like my favorite thing to do is mm-hmm. like oh they forgot about that my 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 thing honestly is i'm such a sucker for fucking cameos and references to prior mm-hmm. things that we've been a part of mm-hmm. like 
to to know that the things that we did in this campaign are going to affect the next one mm-hmm. and seeing how these things we've done get referenced or brought up or if different characters happen to show up or like different situations like that happen have affected other people outside of the characters that we know like mm-hmm. seeing those mm-hmm. branches grow in other directions right. are going to be it's going to be yeah. so exciting yeah. to watch that's going to be the tough play. part of, of keeping that balance of like good cameo and mm-hmm. also like uh, you're a new watcher right you're mm-hmm. joining just for this campaign you didn't even watch the first one making sure they're still well informed and yep. they don't feel left out right, right. yeah like I, I don't expect you to just like drop like like V happens to show up like fucking Sorcerer yeah, Supreme like, yeah. Yeah. and then just being a beat up fan like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my van broke down I had to do a gig yeah she's like down. 40 <laughs> yeah <laughs> like no like I don't see that happening at all That that's really heavy handed but having like the little quick references of right. like hey like I remember when that happened or like having a character show up and like we know them but their past is irrelevant to the new characters or that kind of thing Mm -hmm. like that's the shit i eat up Mm -hmm. yeah because when you see them you're like i know everything about them Uh, i got a hair or something in my eye (laughs) um there's definitely like i've i've talked about it a bunch and something that i'm really excited for um is one thing i want to leave behind is um definitely being in in inserts <laughs> yeah. like uh, definitely i i i mean this campaign was so much fun to do and um with us being inserts part of that part of what came with that was our synergy was just really good yeah. i mean our characters just had really good synergy um oh, hold on whoa i need oh, astros gifting oh five <gasps> tier one subs to oh, the oh shit Oh, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Big explosion. Oh my god, thank you. Thank you. Boom, look at that. Woo! Woo! <laughs> what a pro. Thank you so what much. What a pro gamer. I know. <laughs> that's a, that's the MVP move right there. Damn. Holy shit. Damn. Very nice. Very nice. Getting yeah. everybody ready oh for the gosh. next campaign. I only lurker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fine. Yeah, you can lurk all you want. Yeah, you can lurk. Yeah, you can pull up a seat. <laughs> yeah, right? Welcome to the party. <laughs> so, um, so self-insert kind of stuff is something you want to... Yeah, I definitely want to leave that into this campaign. Although it was very fun just to, like, give a little bit extra and, like, have our synergy be really good. Uh, I definitely want the next campaign to be, like feel more like a story like how the viewers get it yeah and not just something that we experienced going through um but something like i said that i want to keep is just how our synergy is and how no matter what character or who we are uh it just melds into something that is just really fun to hopefully fun to experience for the viewers but also fun to just play and it's Mm. not just for stream but just to have a good time like we genuinely look forward to the wednesdays uh that we do this and just you know being able to yeah no, that no, up. absolutely over there um i think that's a good point to to bring up like the self-insert thing it's going to be interesting to get away from that right? yes mm. yeah uh crushing chat uh val xion or val xion mm-hmm. say that that's the DM mechanic question that may or not give the players an idea. Oh, okay. There's a question. Yes. Um, until then, until you ask that, 
Anybody else have a question? Um, I, I was just going to say, I think this, since this was our mostly our first Muse and Masterminds campaign, mm. it, it's the self insert part really gave us that a learning, good learning experience yes. and a good foundation. It was to still now, valuable. To now role play as characters that aren't us and feel more comfortable doing so. Yes. You know? <laughs> if I may drop a, a quick thing here to make mm. eagle eyed mm. viewers question everything they know. The character I'm playing next, if you've been paying attention, you already know who it is. Yeah, you do. I've you brought him do. up before. Mm. We've mm. talked about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very exciting. Uh, uh, David. Yes. Hi. Hi. I, I was just calling him Adam. Uh, <laughs> uh, you touched on this earlier, but mm-hmm. I thought maybe you want to expand on it. Was Adam ever concerned with being a Nabayan, or was he always firmly an Earthlight? A little of both. Mm-hmm. Um, he always had, he, he he was always mainly an earthling and always was like, this is who I am. I'm a kid in high school. My yeah. friends are on earth. My mm-hmm. family's on earth. But ever since the first time he went to Nabaya, he was, um, there was always a nagging sensation in the back of his head. Like maybe I should be different. Maybe I should be like how I'm meant to be. Or there was always mm-hmm. that question. Like, am I meant to be where my biological parents are, are like in a buy-in, am I meant to fight? Yeah. That's like, I was engineered for this. Sure. Or was I meant to be where I was raised and what I know? And Yeah, and Adam, Adam strikes me as the kind of character of like, what if Krypton didn't blow up, mm. but Kal-El still ended up on Earth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, would yeah, he still be Superman? Would he yeah. still end up being yeah, this probably. guy with a responsibility to the planet? Or would he wonder what lays beyond yeah or, or a, a, another example kind of like how uh, I, I guess spoilers for no, invincible mm. uh, but but um when Spoiler. invincible yeah go on <laughs> when, when in, in invincible you know when he um he's told he's a filtramite mm. right what a filtramite is right but if just but, like, nah. but just like you know if his dad wasn't a dick if he's like okay that's what <laughs> i am but yeah. maybe i shouldn't be that or maybe i should like right, i don't right, know what to do right what I'm sorry. Uh, when did we talk in... about Namor? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna uh, be the Submariner next time when just I. Just a question from Valor. <laughs> that way I, I don't ever drown again. Valor. All right, we're gonna switch games real quick. Going yeah, to yeah, D and D yeah, mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, If a warlock archfey uh-huh. jumps out of a tenth floor window and yes. stabs himself with attack for one damage to teleport through a fifth floor window, do they still take fall damage or does teleportation negate that? <laughs> I would say teleportation negates it. that. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would agree. Yeah. That's yeah. So fucking Dude, that, that, that's, that's so fucking, fucking stupid. That's just physics, <laughs> man. That's such a specific question. I know someone's. I know. Doing. you're doing. I know that someone's doing that. To I know. You. It's so stupid. Yeah, I'd say you're awesome. totally good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I think like, we unanimously agree. Like, don't worry about it. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like so uh, asking about the peon railgun in D and D. Right, if, oh uh, my god. if, if 300, 300, oh my god. If 300 people line up and pass a spear from the back of the line to the front of the line in the same round, since a round is six seconds, it takes six <laughs> seconds for it to travel, which breaks the sound barrier, and then you're gonna stab someone with like max damage. There is no way <laughs> 300 people could pass one object from beginning to from the first person to the 300th in six seconds. You can't indeed technically, be. yeah, uh, technically. Preposterous. Yeah, Malarkey. You would think. Shenanigans. Uh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> one thing that uh, I. Uh, Oh, a question for Adam. Mm. Uh, did you know that your parents were robots all along, or were you surprised? I did. I didn't know. I was told. No, eventually. Because originally, you were supposed to have a sister and yeah. normal mm. Earthling parents. Yeah. All right. Didn't you have a sister? 
on my no. original character sheet. Oh, I did. Well, when, I we did never... when we did uh, no. like session zero, right. yeah. no yeah. Supergirl was his cousin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't know. But no, Adam did not always know, and he was. I think he was eventually told by Mercury, or Mercury shut them off. Yeah, at one yeah. point, and then that's when I realized. Did you find out earlier than than us, or did you find out at the same time? I found out earlier than you. Yeah, I, I, I knew for a while, mm. but I didn't know all along. Because I, I think definitely... it was like session. Or season zero, you figured yeah, it out. Yeah, it was season zero. It was zero. when you went to, you were like, hey, we're going to go to this retreat before the Sovereign yeah. in New Jersey. And then you're like, okay, I'll shut him off. Yeah. No, what, no, it couldn't have been that. Or was no, Nevada, I was, it was It definitely was before that because it, it was wasn't Tokyo. like... It was Tokyo then. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You decided to go to Tokyo. You were like, bye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's see. I'm out of questions. Um, I got, I got a question lots. for yeah. GM. Where did Rise and V end up after the campaign? Because mm. when we wrapped up everybody, like aside from like V coming along with us or whatever, like we didn't establish where V was going afterwards. Yeah, mm. uh, V got a job with a crumb on in mm. and has a shitty apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, that's York. right. But I mean, like, I mean more so oh. like with Rise. Oh, like both of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. As far as I'm concerned, V is still training under Rise um, and would probably eventually break away from him, which mm -hmm. is something that he would want. Um, he's not hes not really the teacher type, uh, to be fair. Not that he doesn't like teaching, but he's all he's kind of about himself. And once she realizes that, like, okay, I kind of got all I can get out of this guy, I'll still use his library and, and his materials and stuff, but I think I'm done with him and branches out and becomes a sorceress of her own. Um, yeah, but I can see that. But it's weird sure. because like sorcery isn't her number one concern. Rise is all about like magic and, and figuring out the arcane. Mm -hmm. right. But but he he doesn't have the level of res like responsibility that. She well, does. yeah, He's yeah, just exactly. Kinda, he doesn't have any attachments. V is more concerned with being this mother figure mm -hmm. at that point and taking and, and and not so much turning cam into like a oh fun training member of society but more so like i'm gonna help cam find their way um and in turn that'll help me find my way that i you know that doesn't involve putting my life in danger all the time yeah, yeah. And sean, sean also asks what's in store for the future of ktx yeah. should we at least say like there's no anything no there is going to be a campaign too yes yes there's going to be a campaign to establish that yeah. yes it is in this world mm -hmm. yes yeah. but but more than that, we're, we're keeping on the it's too, it's too uh, early. Should we reveal it, a timetable? No, like, no, when no, or anything. It's not like gonna that. be like super soon. Mm. Like, but it, it, we're not gonna give like a concrete date. It's in the works and yes. it's like being worked on. We're going to be live here every Wednesday at six thirty p.m. Still, yes, mm -hmm. but we're Just still going to be doing things. things. Yeah. In the but, meantime, uh, that's while what we I was prepare, about. I meant plot. I meant like <laughs> setting. Like, where are we going? No, to be? no, 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 no. It takes place. Yeah, we're gonna be here every week. We know that. Yeah. In your home, we know where you live. We have your address. <laughs> it's just a bleach campaign. Yeah, it's just a bleach campaign. <laughs> we're just gonna play bleach. Mm -hmm. Or did I play the Dragon Ball Z tabletop be... game? That would yes, be so we're fun. going to get yeah. everybody oh, kicked out. Oh, yeah, because okay. we we've talked so about that before. Good. In order yep. to do your power, you have to scream it at yeah. the top of your your signature attack. <laughs> you have to yell it, or nice. it doesn't work. I like that. Uh, it's a great mechanic. I would love that. I love Dude, I would love a one shot of Dragon Ball Z where we just. 
like do pick a pre-existing so character and go for it, and you have Fucking to voice act them the whole time and yeah. everything. Oh my god! And we just I'm yeah. already there. All right, you all power up. Yeah. Ah! God, you're I love that. I love that. Amazing. Yeah, they're like, amazing. name your attack something really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was it? The paper, rock, scissors, fist, or some <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. No, they called it in a different order in the games. So. Yeah. So, so Excuse me? Um. Anyway. <laughs> we got that out of our systems. Um. Have we seen the last of the jewel cutter? No. Definitely not. Dun, dun, dun. Definitely not. See, we that did would, get a little bit be, out of it. I'd be very <laughs> ashamed if if the jewel cutter jewel cutter was gone. I, I, like, I like him as a character. Yeah, no. I like the idea of him being Arthanos. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of, right? Uh, mm. He's he's part of something like so much bigger mm. of what's happening, um, and which is why, like, when Jackie was like, "I'm gonna punch him," mm. I was like. <laughs> you absolutely. Yeah. Everyone knows that the biggest baddie's weakness is always fist. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you just have true. the power of muscle. But you you need timing You're because right. the first fist always fails. Yeah. But the last. Yeah, one, the last yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Right. the friendship one. That's the one you. Need. I, I'm glad that although I didn't get like any last hits for anybody in yeah. like the entirety of the campaign, yep. that I got the last one. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. It was great. It was a cool moment. Uh, some questions from Sean. Favorite part of the series? Yeah, I was going to ask that too. What is our favorite overall moment of the entire campaign? Fuck, that's hard. That feels like the right question, question to ask. It, that is hard, especially because we had season zero. Yeah. Because I feel like so many good moments happened then, but I don't uh, want to pick no, those no, moments. Do, do, yeah, do, do, do broadcasted yeah, moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, it's so self-serving, but one of my favorite Elias moments is... Flying that fucking flying uh, serpent thing when oh, we were yeah. on the oh, ship. Oh yeah, when you rode the dragon. When I yes. rode the fucking dragon for like oh, a good. good twenty minutes and controlled it and yeah. like threw fireballs on its back Amazing. and I had just started using the soul blade mm-hmm. and like it, it was like thirteen-year-old yeah. fantasy. Like this is everything I've ever wanted to do is fly dragons and mm. throw yeah. fireballs and swing swords. The biggest <laughs> moments to me are. Um, Kaito using his mm. uh, his bunjaku ability his in the amble, his die move in the amble, um, the amble belt. Mm-hmm. Kaito using the same move to kill the sovereign. Mm. Kaito and Adam <laughs> having the standoff, <laughs> sensing yep, yep. a bias. <laughs> Absolutely, that's the last one with him. Yeah, uh, other like huge moments is the the dance with mm. the the stab Lauren. The that was worst. one of the biggest moments. Oh. Will Lucius being resurrected? Mm. Um, I know there's more like super just big things that happened. My favorite moment was when I wasn't here and then sped to your house. That was a great. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, the yeah. fucking WWF like interruption. Oh my god! He slid in with the steel chair. Yeah. Adam, it was like, really the best thing ever. Great like, part. Oh I think in season two was when Miguel and Adam spoke for the last time oh, no. he was like yeah. i'm leaving i'm going away now yeah. and like and had the note from misty yeah and that moment was like i think it's such a good like oh that was a great moment like heavy on the chest i think mm-hmm. on that one 
Adam had a lot of good. I, I think he had a lot of very heartfelt moments that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Really, yeah. like I feel like every time we there was a moment with Adam and like Delilah or Adam and Mercury or you know there were so many good moments that you had. Mm. We we were all just sit there like dead quiet like. Yeah, because he because oh Adam like Adam I believe was definitely the most relatable character to all of mm-hmm, us mm-hmm. like to 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 viewers or to players or whatever like he just. He's such a protagonist. Like he's definitely like if we were to like boil like down like who like the central focus of the whole campaign could possibly have been like Adam is definitely like the number one guy. Mm. I, I feel. I, I feel like I I don't know if it was because he always had the complication of like when he said mm. something happens right. that yeah. like he I I kind of wanted to play him like he gets sad. Yeah. Right. Like, so like sad stuff kind of just happens to him. Yeah. Well, um, not only that, but you also had the opportunity to express that in a way that was like, you're like, I can't do this. I have to go somewhere. Yeah, and like yeah. that, like elopement kind of like took you around and uh, to places that we couldn't go. Right. <laughs> and, Literally. Uh, it, it gave you a lot of chances to like do unique things and have like these unique experiences outside. Like how we say the NPC characters are very living their own life. Yeah. It was like Adam had his own life going on. Right. Despite yeah. like everything else. Right. It, it represented like that these characters were like three dimensional mm-hmm. and that there were like things that they could get bothered by that mm-hmm. would absolutely disrupt their their motives and yeah, their goals yeah. and their powers and and like hurt their feelings yeah, as simple yeah. as that like it like their feelings got hurt and adams were like top of the list of right. just like going through shit all the time yeah a teenager, you know? yeah. yeah and yeah. that was something i don't think anybody ever forgot about when we were playing these characters was that they were practically kids like, yeah yeah and as such like we treated and played them that way mm-hmm. and maybe it came out in us like playing self-inserts and whatever and goofing around and whatever but i think that fed into the personalities of our characters and made them yeah. more authentic like, as we played like them. One, yeah. of, one of the things i because like uh, earlier when i said like i kind of built uh, like eventually i built a part of adam to be like he makes dumb decisions mm-hmm. like they could, that's like he's a goofball yeah right. but um but that's such but, a 16 year old yeah right. exactly <laughs> but I, I wanted to make it so he was like he, he goofs around makes bad decisions and then sometimes there's consequences to those bad decisions. Right. But he, but then he thinks that's my fault because I made a bad decision. But yeah. then like the next day he's like, I'm a goofball, so I'm gonna make a bad decision. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like, no, they think, like honestly, like back to that thing where Elias and Adam were leaving that fortress and just make the dumbass decision, this dumb bullheaded move of let's just go yeah. out at the front. Yep. You're mad at us for doing it, yeah, but yeah. that's two 16-year-old boys. Yeah, that's that's two 16-year-old boys with superpowers yeah. thinking yeah. they're the shit. Yep. There's, nothing, there's nothing that I'm truly mad about. Yeah. It, it, it's just the funny. Yeah, it's just yeah, funny. yeah. No, but like, it, I'm just defending <laughs> But it works. <laughs> but it works and it makes sense in the context of the characters, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? I think um one of my favorite parts, too, was um when we were in the Converging Expanse, um, uh, like in, I think it was Hamadi Khan, uh, when we were fighting all the crab people, yeah. mm-hmm. and we just happened to find Cedric, right? Xavier. Xavier? Oh, well, uh, you found both of them there. Right. Xavier when he was 
that you kill all the crap people, right. and then he was like, they're like, Lita, help us, and he's like, hello, yeah. and then Cedric in the arena, he was, right. he was yeah. the great warrior. Right, yeah. right, 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 I think yeah. that was a fun, um, a, a fun part. Uh, Something yeah. uh, I wanted to bring up real quick that I wanted to talk about earlier that we didn't get to when we were talking about the V thing, Oh yeah. Um, it ties in really well with like character motivations and things like that. Now is when the romance thing came about uh, towards Elias, I never entered this game with the intention of that being <laughs> yeah, a sure. focal point at all. I never had that as a goal in mind, and I don't think I ever considered that being a possibility for Elias either. So when that hit, it kind of happened almost like that. It was like my genuine reaction both as character and player of, wait a minute, oh my god, what's going on? This has never happened to me before. What do mm. I do? And again, that's so 16-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, it, I see. it yeah, just yeah. kind of, it things kind of, I feel, happened yeah. the way that they were supposed to a lot of the time in this campaign. Yes. I, I am quite fond of using romance and love in roleplay, like, tabletop games. It's, like, mm -hmm. one of my favorite things. Like, I always like having a romantic interest in when I play and, like, having that with, like, an NPC or, uh, like, giving that to characters. Like, like, romance in of itself is such a wonderful emotion to uh to play and to expand upon and to to delve into mm. in any sort of storytelling right and it's so interesting to see how my friends react to when i give them an npc that they like literally fall in love with right who they like i want i want to smooch them right mm -hmm. <laughs> um and it's so like i think maybe because like you can't have those like you can have those interactions in the world but it's just it's just different right like it's not like i'm actually coming on to you as a person right it's mm. it's this hey let's explore this with our characters and create this amazing story using these these motives i don't know motifs. i've seen you come on to david way too many times yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. his wife tried to kill him i don't know oh, <laughs> another favorite moment was a moment of realization when the cannons were being aimed right down on you guys above yeah. the fire, uh, and you were like no <laughs> and then yeah. You know, that that was definitely a, a moment of super pride that, that you great. guys were like so on board on one direction and then immediately when it all clicked into place for everybody at once just like oh shit yeah we're on the wrong yeah you know? i think one yeah. of my favorite parts was um I, I, there's two main parts that really got me and actually both of them are with v um when the pillars came out uh, like before with the uh, Jackie and Navi when I like stabbed her or like threw a knife at her um, and then immediately after that like we have to ask for her help <laughs> and be like ah shit we yep. fucked up <laughs> and um, having that like dramatic moment where like Elias is in danger and like basically the entirety of like New York City's in danger mm -hmm. and um, just having to sw <laughs> flip that switch yep. so much and also when um, V uh, brought Elias and Jackie to uh, mm. for her brother when she was to feeling guilty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was a really such a good, great a really moment. good moment. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was a lot of um. I was really looking forward to bringing that moment to life in some way and mm -hmm. finally closing the the book on that arc. Uh, just because yeah, I like V so much. Yeah. Yeah. That, was that, that was another moment that kind of plays into what I was saying earlier about Jackie and Elias being kind of like two sides of the right. same coin. Like having that that situation with V where we were kind of the only ones that could kind of 
bring closure to that situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. There's this like connection between Jackie and Elias that I think is like it just reminds me of like oh when they get old, even if like the whole group kind of splits away from each other, I feel like they could get back together and just be completely back on mm-hmm. on the like same simpatico. page they were before. Yeah, you know, they just have this weird like it was almost like it was sibling. Yeah, it yeah, felt sibling. Yeah, That's yeah, how it felt. Yeah. Oh. Know, fuck Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him out of here. Yeah, he's yeah. a kid. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> um, the, the spoiled rich adopted kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a question. I didn't yeah. write down. Wait, there's. Why? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Oh, there's, there's a, a lot of questions in chat. Yeah, oh, Sean's okay. been doing other things. Uh, Logic had a question. Power uh, level, nice campaign, too spoilery. Have you. Uh, lower than nine. Lower than nine. You're going to hear first. Also. What would each of you have done different and objectively least favorite moments? Uh, okay. Which one's first? What have you done? What would you have? What each would of, each, each of you, of you have done? I think done we did. I think we answered this at we... some point, right? Yeah. Like something we? Yeah, we came in kind of right? late. You missed a lot of the the juicier mm. questions in the answers. first hour and a half. <laughs> I know, huh? <laughs> oh, I would have added more scenes with Cam and Barbosa. I would have kept a little yeah. power with uh, the entity. Mm. Yeah. We won. Yeah, go back. You'll see it. You'll see it. No time powers, please. No. And then least favorite moments? Yeah. That's tough. I don't really have. You know. I mean, I got one shot a lot, so like. (laughs) Yeah, that that kind of sucks. So many times. All or nothing. Man, I have eight toughness, or Adam had eight toughness. That's not low. I had seven. Yeah, (laughs) that's not not low. I just got one shot all the time. So funny. (laughs) Amazing. I don't know that I had like. Yeah, the you, least favorite. Even those moments weren't bad. So what, ha- what happens with with a when you're making a story as it's going, like it's like an improv role play experience. Those moments that you dislike can have the the potential to turn into these grand, amazing mm. moments, right? Yeah, like yeah. Maydower died, you guys right. failed. Damn, I feel like shit. But imagine if you succeeded, just it wouldn't have been it would have No, it, it, that moment wouldn't have mattered to us yeah. nearly as much. You would have beat up Barbosa. She would have like, damn, I'll get you kids next time, yeah. and then fled. Yeah, that, that, that fight would have felt right. like the fight with Luther. Like, we yeah. fucking trounced him, and now, like, that fight isn't brought up very often yeah. because, yeah. like, yeah. nothing really out of I mean, the realm like, of expectation right. That's a combo fight of you fought Luther with... Uh, yeah. Judge Brem. Right. Yeah, and that on it, like that sounds formidable, but it wasn't even that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Like it was hard when it happened, but like it, the the repercussions weren't very heavy. Yeah, like yeah. Elias yeah. learned a lot about Animus, but yeah. aside from that, like there, there's not so much a result right. from the specific fight yeah. as right. opposed to like okay, now we can go in this room. And, that, that's yeah. why, uh, to be completely honest, that's why I keep my crappy metal dice that never rolls well yeah. because when I get one shot or when we fail it always makes us be like okay but now what do we do right yeah. how do we yeah. overcome this yeah something I, I, I love about doing this is like when we fuck up yeah. like that's when the best things happen right. and yeah. if everything just went perfectly all the time like this would be so boring yeah. it's yeah. funny yeah. because yeah. I always see like <laughs> because like when you ask the question like if you're watching somebody because you like shows you like you're like oh what was your least favorite part or like when you i just imagine when you go to comic-con you ask these people and they're always like i didn't really have a bad part and it's so unsatisfying but it's so true yeah, so, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's think, like no really yeah. it just didn't it's like come on you had to it's like no yeah. i can't say that i did <laughs> i think like if i had to pinpoint it it's not really like a, f- a least favorite moment but more so a least favorite situation that would arise is when 
we get hit with like either we have a bunch of options but they're all unclear to us so we're all just kind mm -hmm. of in a standstill of yeah. we're all like dumb what dumbs. the fuck do we do yeah, yeah, like we need guys... to we need to pinpoint what to do and go for it or else yeah. we're just going to stand here and question where that, we're going that to is go. so tabletop role playing yeah. games right yeah. that is so like we have all these options <laughs> the worst. I don't know what to do. I think the worst thing, and this is about any any tabletop role play game, uh, is when you know what to do, but your character didn't roll well enough to know what to do. Yeah, so you're yeah. just like, make a perception roll. Fuck. Yep, it's like yeah, it's like average perception. <laughs> yeah. Always below a ten, no matter what. You're like, all right. Yeah. I guess yeah. I'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Something that kind of like pushed those situations along though was being on stream. Yeah. yeah, I think that kind yeah. of threw pressure on us to like we have to think quick and get this show on the road. Having yeah, yeah. I mean having three hours, two and a half to three hours to 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 do anything on here is mm. is both a it's you know it's a it sucks that you want to have those sessions of all right guys meet at noon get out at midnight yeah. right yeah. you know we're gonna order and pizzas and we're yeah, gonna play right, right. Um, I, you know I I do miss those days yeah, I, I miss. Too. You know, um, unfortunately, I don't think you ever really had that experience, Corey, of like of being able to do that. Mm -hmm. Only Sessions like when, when we had, yeah, yeah, when we did those, but even still, like we'd play at night, but like we would do like six to midnight. Yeah, right. that was kind of cool. Yeah, but I like having the option to be like, let's just start, let's just start early today, and we'll go like real late and play know. all day. I don't yeah. know how I did that shit before Dude. doing like six hours in our D and like... D campaign that we played that we did like twelve hour sessions. Oh my god! I don't know how. We just kept going. You guys are getting old. You guys sound <laughs> old right now. Just, Taylor, yeah, Taylor knows. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> it's just like as a GM, because I I have such a, a super specific way of doing things and how it's mm -hmm. plotted out. Like I could never imagine being like, all right, now improv for twelve hours and still yeah. make it as like curated and good. I'd I'd be so stressed. I'd have like four more notebooks of just like and this could happen and this could happen. It's it's a different play style though. I mean, when you're playing like that, it's it's very much like you're not playing. Yeah. You're not necessarily always playing for the story. You're playing yeah. because it's fun to play. At that point, right. it's just like all right, battle. Battle. I was, yeah. I was gonna say battle. it did help when when we had those really long sessions. It was like a group of ten. Right. So like every time we were in combat, the combat itself would take like three to four oh hours. Oh my gosh, God. so long. Fuck that. Yeah. So yeah, because we used to have like eight people. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to wait. Or like, more. Yeah, it's like 30 yeah, minutes, oh 30 God. to 40 minutes until your turn came. Yeah. Fuck right. that. Legit. Legit. It, that like, was rough. Uh, but I would have started smoking again. Just <laughs> boredom. Like, all right, what are we doing now? Is anybody ready yet? All right, I'm going to go back outside. Let me know. But then you always have those people who I like, uh, who like ha have their turn down pat. Oh yeah. yeah. It gets their turn like, all right, move here, do that, do that, roll my dice, I'm I hit. Okay, good. Next, yep. and you're like, hey, your turn, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, yeah. What just happened? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, I used to. Hate all the time. That would shit. happen all the time. Yeah. I think we hit a perfect sweet spot with our three-hour chunks to do mm. this because like we did just enough to like, we finish like. No, let's uh, go to um, six. <laughs> we finish a big long <laughs> series. Usually the first half of the episode is story building and mm. us reacting to situations and having great dialogues and stuff. And then we end up in a fight or a situation where Sometimes. we're navigating to a fight. Yeah. yeah. And then it closes off there just as we're kind of either hitting fatigue or mm. like we're still excited about things and it leaves us excited for the next week. Yeah. Like three hours is I think the perfect chunk of time for this. I agree. I don't know how the fuck you guys watch us every week for three <laughs> hours straight. I know. I, I would love to do a special one shot of like initiative the movie 
Oh. We were trying to do the whole thing in an hour. <laughs> no, no, opposite. We have like a six-hour episode. Oh, I, I wouldn't be against doing like a marathon episode. Yeah. 24-hour stream of initiative. Fuck that. <laughs> Never mind. I will no, see you guys No, let's go. Put it in the works. Let's go. No, but I would uh, definitely, if I had the time, if we hit uh, 1,000 subs <laughs> by, by the end of the year, I'll yeah. do, we'll do a 24-hour. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's hell it. Yeah. You heard it. 1,000 subs? I'm doing I mean, that. they did just donate. 1,000 subs. 1,000 <laughs> subs. Yeah. How, how many do we have now? Yeah, right. Uh, I don't think we're going to tell you without parts. fucking up the... Anyway, yeah. yeah, if we hit that, like, I just, I need to have the time to recuperate afterwards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's like a, a like a... Can adventure. we have a 24-hour beach episode? <laughs> we, we did skip our 24-hour charity stream this year. We did. Mm. So, oh, that's cool. So we uh, need to make up for it. We need to make up for it. Twenty-four hour initiative. Hedgehog. Except yeah. the chat gets to control what happens. Oh my god! The, the interactive <laughs> episode. Twenty-four hour initiative. It's like uh, what was the Netflix thing? The Oh, the, the Black Mirror Black episode Mirror. thing? Or the yeah, stupid Black boss Mirror. baby fucking... <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, oh, There's mean, a boss baby boss interactive baby? <laughs> Oh my god. Did you mean boss baby? <laughs> oh, uh, we made them fuck. Any more questions? <laughs> um, what the fuck did you just... <laughs> Dude, dude, not only did we make the parents fuck, uh, what? but also it gave us a game over. Yeah. <laughs> what? Will you we, guys played will this? We played Boss Baby. No, we played Boss Baby. No, you guys should play Boss Baby. You guys should play Boss Baby for the channel. You're right. Like, you should let's play the Boss us. Baby interactive fucking Netflix thing on, on the channel and get fucking all the repercussions of the flags well, we and copyrights. The next campaign. Yeah. It takes place the in the Boss, boss Baby, baby universe. Jesus. The interactive Christ. Boss Baby movie where you wait, can get wait. your parents to fuck. And then they're like, you lose. <laughs> you made them fuck. Now you have another. another Simply. Now you are no longer the boss baby. Now there's a boss or baby. <laughs> That's, wasn't there a sequel? Wasn't there? Now like, there's oh, a baby or boss. A whole, I don't know. BBCU. <laughs> That's something else. Don't, don't ever say those letters in that sequence. I don't know what you're talking. It's just right, the boss let's, baby let's cinematic year. What did you guys think? Fucking reel that it's shit in. All right. Oh my god. If nobody has any more questions, I have one last one for everybody. Do you have any more? What do we got? Oh, oh let me I check think my list real quick. Mine were all uh, gone over. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my, pretty, my, my questions were covered. I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, much da, 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 spent. Da, da, we good? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Was that pill really a placebo? Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Thousand percent. I know you want to hear something different. I still don't believe you. The pill was a billion percent a placebo. It was a Flintstone. Oh, wait, I have a question. What uh? What were the vials of adrenaline meant for? Yeah, because we, we uh, gave if us you took them, you would have had dead four power points. Mm -hmm. It would have given you guys power points in the final fight, and you had one extra to give to uh, a friend to give them powers. Mm. Hmm. powers. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so that's what the it's called neo adrenaline. That's mm. what it's formally called. <laughs> nice, love it. Yes, that. Okay, that it. I think I, so. Yeah, I think that's I think, about um, it. All right. Well, anybody have any like? Last thoughts or things to say about this campaign. If chat has any last uh, questions, campaign, speak now, or you will um, never know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, closing thoughts about the last three years that we spent doing this. Ah, <laughs> uh, really these characters. Fuck it, do it again. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it live. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, this is great. This is such a fun time, and mm. it's become such a, a a big part 
of of my life right now you know like every single day i'm i'm working on initiative stuff in some way shape or form whether it's going on paper uh whether it's working in photoshop whether it's doing stuff for the channel something 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 like it's become like a full-time job in of itself in the best of ways to to manage and and work on this and 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 you know like we used to write novels together Corey yeah. and i and stuff and yeah. this has become that sort of replacement for that yeah. of like the the creative outlet yeah, we just used to do a weekly podcast Mm. It's a yeah. podcast. Right. That's how it all started. Yeah, I miss doing that. I miss I popping those. in on that. Yeah. I would love to do just hour talks about random bullshit. I used here to and sit again, in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like popping in on yeah. those was always a great time. Yeah. I wish I was able to do those more. But it's evolved to a lot. And every time I see someone talk in chat, with Logic or Taylor or Sean or, or Neo, Neo or yeah. or Astro stonating five subs oh. or whatever, whatever it is, any any support at all, it fuels yeah. me. Oh, here's a highlight. The fuel. When yeah. Neo's first fan art came out. Oh yeah. yeah. When uh, when this person, we have no idea who they are, suddenly just posted on Twitter, like, hey, I'm watching the show and I drew the characters. Mm-hmm. And oh all my of god. Us were just, all of us. Yeah. 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 Our minds like, were blown. That was kind of almost the first time like anybody like even in our group had seen like these characters fleshed right. out like yeah. we drew like crappy pictures right, of them yeah. in the little like fucking little two square, by three yeah. inch space they give you <laughs> yeah. in the bottom corner yeah but like that was it we never saw our characters in color yeah i, yeah, I think that was the most the weirdest thing was because i, I don't know i as i'm sorry i gotta get my brain together yep, we'll be. <laughs> especially because i I guess none of us are really social media, you know. Savants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. None of us are really like active community members. Yeah. And so to get that initial like, oh my gosh, somebody that's not one of us. Yeah, we spent a good week after we got that first fan art being like, is this someone we know? We like, were tr- yeah, yeah, we were, yeah, we were so actually skeptical trying to yeah. figure it out. We were yeah. like, this has to be somebody because like, there's no way. <laughs> And, and I know we, we talk about a lot about the people who watch us on Twitch, but everyone watches us on Spotify the or real any, of, any podcast form, whether it's Podnod or whatever, just you guys are amazing. Yeah, yeah like, whether it be, you know, whether it be from, you know, Logic always with us, talking to us and, you know, mm. Aston stuff doing great in, in Discord. Taylor, our amazing mod mm-hmm. since freaking day one over here, yeah. mm-hmm. doing so well on that uh, to Lurkers, right? Yeah, it's it's so amazing to know that this story that takes up like so much time of our lives and we spend so much like energy putting like right. pumping all of like yes. this into doesn't fall on deaf ears. Yeah, yeah. And it's, gets viewed and is appreciated by people that come across this. It yeah. started as a fun thing to try out and it became something that we genuinely enjoyed setting up and talking to people about that we don't know and just having that experience with. Yeah, yeah. It, it all started with us doing that 15 sessions or whatever it was and thinking hey like we're onto something here and this is a lot better than we think it is and people should see this yeah Mm. yeah yeah and uh and i i I really want to like have it expand outward to like help friends and like i want to have more friends on or Mm -hmm. i want you know like adam you know go go watch our kids on bikes um Mm. 
stuff. And even if you don't watch it, go follow follow Adam crit su- underscore crit success mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. on Twitter and stuff. Like He's he great. he makes some amazing works and like to be able to to do stuff with him uh, mm-hmm. and such talented people like dude that. makes games. Yeah, he makes yeah. tabletop games. He's great. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. Um, and and. Uh, I, I want to do that more. I want to be able to have that influence of like, hey, we really enjoy something and we see something really cool with other people, like how we raid other people and stuff. Right. I really want like to shout them out and do stuff with them. And you know, um, if you want to see us grow as much as we would like to grow, then just keep on watching, keep on listening, keep on supporting us, and eventually it's going to become a much bigger mm, yeah. production, and it, we're going to be able to do so much more yeah, than yeah. this, you know, than this, not to say this is nothing, but... Yeah, it, but look how far we've gotten in, like, a year and a half. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, j- just, just, everyone needs to know that every single dollar we get from any of this goes straight back into the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, into equipment, yep. into whatever, the overlay, the art, Our, the... We just camera, like, we, we mics. Work, work hard to make a higher quality. Yeah, so. yeah, and um, it it's just it, it's like it's really tough to do this in some levels, mm-hmm. but like it's all worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Um, and, and a lot of degrees. And that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In other that's words, also uh, leave those likes, comments, <laughs> favorite, subscribe, follow yeah, yeah. God, share. <laughs> Share us. Yeah, uh, tell everyone you know. We're terrible on social media, <laughs> please. <laughs> you, you send us an email, keeptappinx at gmail.com. Like, we'll, we'll read it. Well, yeah, we'll read it ecstatically. It's yeah. literally <laughs> the did. four of us. The, yeah, I guess yeah, five of us, because Blake, sort yeah. of. Yeah, Blake yeah. is 100% correct, yeah. TTX. He's always, you know, he pops in in chat. Yeah. Like, he yeah. says, I have no idea what's going on, and I'm not really, like, into tabletop but games, but, like, us. go watch them. Right. You know? But he pours his heart and soul into our YouTube channel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Blake is the YouTube guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you like Dokkan Battle, <laughs> Flashback. Or if I, I you like Flashback. Old, flashbacks are most popular ones. So if you like old, you know, Flash games, go yeah. check I'm out our YouTube. Still YouTube's proud of the music I made for that. Yeah. Troy did the intro <laughs> yeah. music. Uh, if you are in in Twitch chat right now, we'll be wrapping up soon. But stick around because we're gonna raid and we're gonna make someone's day. Yes. We're gonna, we're gonna make someone's day. Hell yeah! So. All right, uh, everybody else on Spotify, if you like what you see here, check out. I love this chair. Check <laughs> us out uh, next week, 6.30 p.m. at twitch.tv slash keeptappinets. Check mm-hmm. us out on all social medias at keeptappinets. Uh, next week, we are going to be here. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to be... Doing something. Doing something. Yeah, doing something. <laughs> um, campaign, don't expect it for like a month. Yeah, don't yeah, expect it for a while. You know, don't expect it for a little bit. No well, hard be time. excited for it. Yeah. yeah it's coming. It's coming. It's we, we've got things we need to flesh out. But, Check out if you're like, oh, man, but like... I just want more of these guys. Check us out on Discord. We're always active on there and like mm-hmm. talking and uh-huh. doing stuff yep. in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reddit too. We're kind of dipping our toe into Reddit. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, to masterminds Reddit. We're posting on there. Yeah. Can we get, can we get a KTX subreddit or <laughs> an initiative subreddit? Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So we'll see you next week. We love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.